we go. I don't even call myself an atheist anymore. You don't? No, I call myself an apathist. Because mm-hmm. I don't care. Because you like Apatow movies? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do kind of like Apatow movies. I knew it. I knew it. They're fun. You're over there getting knocked up with your funny guys. Yeah. Or funny people? Yeah. That's funny it. people's a really good movie. Have you watched that? <laughs> no. It's actually really good. Like, it's it's one of the like few movies where Adam Sandler doesn't completely suck. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and they even kind of like poke fun at Adam Sandler's career and shit like that. Oh, nice. And, you know, it's all about stand-up comedy and shit like that. So, right, obviously, right. I was okay, into it. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. It's, it's actually really fun, though. Hmm. And I like Apatow movies. I think they're not fucking, you know, breaking boundaries and shit, but he shoots well, and he's good at finding funny people and pointing a camera at them and letting yeah, them... Yeah, good today. He, dis- like, he discovered quite a few people. Yeah. Well, like, he just... He basically, he finds funny people, gives them sort of an outline for the scene, and then just lets them be funny. And it works for, like, his kind of movies, because it's not like these... He's not tackling... <clears throat> important issues or anything like that he's yeah. you know he's doing stuff about like getting laid and hanging out with your buddies and stuff like that like you can do dumb movies like that i like forgetting sarah marshall a lot too i think that's a good movie i don't know i i i like a lot of his movies not knocked up was funny 40 year old virgin was really funny and it was really good yeah forgetting sarah marshall that was appetite right mm, i'm not sure i thought it was that one's good though uh, let's see, what it's else? in the same vein. Like, yeah, it's, it it's, seems it's, like it should be. If it's not film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love you, man. That's a good one. Did you see, I I love you, man. I have seen that one. That yeah. one's really fun. That is just Paul Rudd at his Paul Ruddiest. He's such a charming little son of a bitch. Uh, he did the the uh, the sequel with the knocked up characters. This is forty. Oh, this is that one's actually really good. That one actually does have a bit of storytelling. Like, there's some creativity there. Oh yeah. Because like the whole thing is like. He made that movie for him, essentially, is what he was doing. He was trying to... Because, like, Le- Leslie Mann is his wife. Oh, in real life? Yeah. Oh, shit. I so, like, know. that was, like, kind of the whole thing with oh. Mrs. Ford. He was, like, sort of his, like, what marriage really looks like and stuff. Was he was trying to make a movie or, like, what marriage is like when you're 40 years old. And it's okay. not just, like, some stupid Hollywood bullshit. And that's actually a pretty good movie, too. This is 40. Like, it's... 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 It's, it's kind of heartwarming and fun. You know, is it... Is it winning Oscars? Is it a fantastic film? No, but if you're... Yeah. You know, you're sitting around, you got a couple hours to kill, and you want to watch something kind of fun, throw in an Apatow movie, you got nothing else to do. I might next time, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here Touch and be Touch back the, up so I can talk to you on a, on a deeper level. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and be like a fucking movie snob. I just like movies, you know, yeah. and movies can be a lot of different things. As long as they're either creative or heartfelt, I enjoy them. Like, that's sort of how it works. <laughs> He's a guy who gets it, where it's like, yeah, just make the movie funny or entertaining, that's... Sort of why people pay money for movie tickets. I like Judd Apatow. That's all I'm saying. You gonna check out his newest one sometime? What's his newest one? The King of Staten Island. Mm. With uh, Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah, with Pete Davidson? And uh, yeah. what's the Boston comic that you like a lot? Bill Burr? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Love Bill Burr. Yeah, he's like the guy that's dating his divorced mom or whatever. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, yeah no, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. I, I like Pete Davidson. A lot of people don't, but he's really funny. He hasn't, like... I mean, he wasn't great on SNL. He was okay on SNL, but that was also during the worst times of SNL. Yeah. Because SNL is just really not that funny anymore. SNL is amazing in taking people who are funny and making them not funny. <laughs> they have done that. Like, look at, like... I mean, uh, who are the uh, the two chicks that were in the Ghostbusters movie? Leslie, Leslie Jones. yeah. And then... Uh, Kate McKinnon? Is that the other one? The, Sounds the right, blonde yeah. girl who was kind of like the Egon character? Those two are really funny girls, and like they're funny, and they've done good bits on SNL, 
and they still like no one talks about them because it's just SNL is just shit nowadays. It's <laughs> terrible. SNL forgot the main rule of comedy, which is always try to be funny. SNL now wants to like either make a statement or like fucking get a view on Instagram. It's like no, just be funny. That's the whole fucking point. Just be funny. Yeah. That's the literally the reason this show exists was to like let's be funny for like one night out of the week. That'll be a good time, right? <laughs> yeah, who was the last star they actually created? Was Hater probably? I I guess yeah. I mean, Hater's pretty good. John Mulaney technically he's a stand-up comedian. I don't know if he kind of yeah. was a star, but he's got a, he's a fucking hilarious man and has great stand-up specials on uh, Netflix. He's got like three of them out there, so check them out. Yeah, was he actually on the show though, or he was just a writer? He was a writer. He? Yeah, okay. He was the one who uh, wrote for, uh, oh, fuck, what's the character's name that Hater would play on the Daily Oh, uh, Stefan. Yeah, Stefan. He was the one who would write all the jokes for Stefan. That's why Hater could never keep his character, because uh, John Mulaney won't tell him the jokes ahead of time, and he writes them on a cue card and then holds them up, like, live right there for really? him to read. Yeah, that's why Hater always breaks character as Stefan, <laughs> because Mulaney won't tell him what the jokes are beforehand. That makes more sense now, because it seemed really natural. Like, I'm like, how does he fake and, like, know what he's going to say until fake it, like, he's he excited and stupid. <laughs> that's yeah. the fun part. Yeah. He doesn't. <laughs> so that's how funny John Mulaney is. He can make Bill Hader laugh, and Bill Hader's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and Love a professional him. comedian, so exactly. he, he wouldn't just break at anything. Yeah, that's like a thing. I guess it, it happened the first time they did Stefan, because like, uh, writing got shorted, where like they had to do it right there live, and Hater kept breaking, and Mulaney thought it was hilarious, and so now he just refuses to ever give him what the jokes are ahead of time. And he's like, no, you can read them, it's fine. And like now that it was a thing, like <laughs> the best part about that was after they got established for a little bit, was you could kind of see Hater's eyes get a little wide as he was reading what he was about to say, just be like, oh, there's no fucking way I'm going to keep this together. <laughs> I'll have to watch for that next time I watch this. Yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. But yeah, other than that, SNL's not, not doing much. Like, what was their last good bit? You know what I mean? Didn't even think of it? Uh, yeah, it was uh, fucking Matt Damon trying to be the guy from the Supreme Court during the the hearing oh. vetting process or whatever. Okay. That was pretty re- funny. I don't re- remember that one. I'll check it out. Yeah. That was like three years ago two three years ago I remember the last one I remember laughing at was when they did Black Jeopardy with Tom Hanks oh yeah yeah that was a really <laughs> funny bit and it was like kind of heartfelt and sort of cool where it's like yeah we can all kind of come together for shit like it's okay and Leslie Jones is in that so there you go oh. fucking brought that shit full circle <laughs> the fucking funny thing. what is it what is it uh, a skinny girl can do this for you and Tom Hanks like, what is not a goddamn thing <laughs> 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 and it's just funny to hear Tom Hanks curse <laughs> Because he's like America's sweetheart. No, that's my job. Mm. It is fair, but everyone loves Tom Hanks. That's true. I wouldn't fight him for it. He, he could have it. He's a good dude. Yeah. Makes good movies. For the most part. Decent actor. I mean, he's he's made some shit films. Yeah, I'm sure he has. Like, what was that one really bad one that he was in? Shit, I can't that remember. That thing you do? No, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was it. And I mean, and he did some of those empty like uh, romance movies. Although, what was the one you got mail? Mm-hmm. That's actually not a bad flick. It's kind of oh, yeah? it's kind of good. <laughs> it's not like again, it's not groundbreaking. I'm like yeah, holy yeah. shit! But if you go into it like like I do with every kind of romance movie, where I'm like, ugh, yeah, don't right. care. That That's actually, how I've been. I haven't really seen very many of them before that reason. But 
Yeah, that one's actually pretty good. There's like there's some heart there, and like okay. the, the characters feel like people, and you can almost sort of root for them as opposed to just being like, this is random white man from <laughs> the world number one, and this is random white girl who's too busy to have fun, but he's fun, so blah 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 blah. That's just <laughs> how they fucking write those movies. It's probably a pretty funny uh, like how it held up kind of thing too with the early AOL. Oh yeah, stuff in it. Yeah, because I haven't rewatched it in a while. I remember liking it the last time I watched it. I don't know how well it holds up. Uh, What was the last good romance movie I watched? I liked. I guess Always Be My Maybe would be the last like romance movie I watched, like the newest one that I liked. Did you see that one? Mm -hmm. That one's really good. Okay. Hopefully, it's still on Netflix. I don't know, but it's uh, uh, Ali Wong. And um, oh, is that the one with Keanu in it? Yeah, and okay. yeah, Keanu Reeves. In I remember it. you showed me the trailer. I think yeah. for it, it's really good. Is it? It's like okay. really sweet and funny and like hmm. heartfelt and real. Like okay. it's not just like fucking empty Hollywood bullshit. You can like, it's like oh, people wrote this, not yeah. just a bunch of corporate hacks <laughs> in a fucking room full of pedophiles. Like there's just some actual fucking heart here, and I think Ali Wong was one of the writers on it, so that makes sense. She's a very talented woman. Yeah, that 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 one was really good. I uh, fuck, I cannot talk today. <laughs> I've been playing uh, PlayStation for the last like four hours. I haven't spoken to anybody in a while. Gotcha. So you weren't online. No. Trolling but, the noobs. No, I'm fucking playing Ghost of Tsushima. Oh. Hell yeah. Which is getting a co-op story soon. Yeah, I, I saw that. They're gonna do like separate legends. It's gonna be like this little co-op like online play. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems kind of cool. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I might have to get it and drag you down. Make you carry me. I mean, we'll be starting at, like, fucking square one. It's not like I've played it, the co-op yet. No, It's completely you, separate. You know, the, you know the fighting style, at least. Yeah, no, I'm a master samurai. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like the, the demon blade of Sushima. You can't stop me. I know what's up. Yeah. I'll walk out, take your whole shit. I take your shit, that's mine now. I'd be like the Beverly Hills Ninja, so. <laughs> oh, I could be his brother. <laughs> the guy who played Liu Kang in Mortal Kombat and that's the only other movie I know him from <laughs> don't even know his name <laughs> yeah. well to be fair he was in Mortal Kombat too as well <laughs> Annihilation Annihilation <laughs> it's an I- ironic name because it annihilated anything to, to do with movies or video games it was for quite like, a while yeah. holy shit this is bad although all the shit that movie gets no one ever talks about Street Fighter that's true. It's it's so bad they don't even bring it up. Which is one of my favorite worst movies ever. I know it's a bad movie, but I fucking adore it. It's so good. And that like yeah. one well, You're such a Raul Julia fan. That is true. And Raul Julia is giving it his absolute all in that movie. He's like the one guy on set who didn't realize this was based off a video game. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Oh no, I'm just gonna be fucking Raul Julia then. Hmm. Check this motherfucker out. And the whole reason he did that movie was because his kids loved the game so much. He knew nothing about the game or that it was even really a video game or anything, but his kids loved it so much that he was like, fuck it, I'll do it. One for them. And then he died, like, right after filming. Was it? I think that was his last film. He yeah. died of cancer. Yeah, he is fucking the man in that movie. So good. I always love that when shit happens like that in movies where there's one actor who didn't get the memo, and he's just like, fuck it, let's... Just- just- to the walls, yeah. motherfucker. Three tiers above anybody Let's else. do this. And it's usually in like a shitty movie, too. They're oh, just yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. You're like, okay, I, I can't be mad at this because yeah. I have to watch that. And it's usually like him where he's like the one like real actor involved in it. So he's like, yeah, no, I can fucking do this. Everybody else, nothing against Jean- Jean-Claude Van Damme. Well, I'm yeah. a huge Van Damme fan. We all know that. 
Love that man. Bloodsport is one of the greatest movies ever made. It really is. We got to get you on for the for the ten minutes anyway. Oh, that's I, I can't wait. I love that movie so much. I mean, it's it's going to take us an hour to get through ten minutes of that movie. I'm, oh, like, I know. I'm yeah. pausing it every ten minutes. To talk yeah, well, about that, that's the thing. Yeah, we stop every ten minutes to do an episode. No, so. I'll be pausing every minute to talk about Jean-Claude <laughs> Van Damme. Like, look at his fucking traps and his. Are you guys watching the same movie that I'm watching? <laughs> He's a legit kickboxer. She is, which is fun. Yeah. And he can do the splits. Oh, like nobody's business. Oh, he fucking, can. This dude's got. He's so flexible. So handsome. Yeah. Would you even want to, if you could? Would you want to do that? The, the splits. Yeah. Is oh, that something yeah. you ever aspired to? Oh yeah. Obviously. Really? Oh yeah. I want to do it all the time. I don't know. That's why I was like, if I could be a bodybuilder, that'd be cool. You know, lift weights and stuff. But I was like, I don't. I've never really dreamed of being that flexible. It just seems like, I know it's not painful, but I still can't get over the fact that that would be painful. <laughs> Fair. I I used to be fairly flexible. I could never do the splits, but I could. Uh, and back in my theater days, when I was doing musical theater, I did kick higher than most of the women in our shows. Oh. In high school, no one... You do a little cabaret or something, or what you do? <laughs> just fucking, just the high kicks for the oh. dance. You gotta just do a high kick. Oh, okay. You gotta? Yeah. Oh. And in high school, well, you gotta bring the fucking flair, you know? People are paying money for this <laughs> shit. I'm not fucking, uh, James Cameron. I'm not gonna just gonna fuck you over with some bullshit. You, you pay for my performance, you get my... I'm Raul Julia, motherfucker. <laughs> You want 100%, you're going to get 110. That's how that works. All those steel and oil workers coming to spend their hard-earned five bucks to see the community theater. You're fucking right. <laughs> they wanted to see Les Miserables in concert. <laughs> because a fucking a roughneck at the refinery definitely cares about the French Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Yeah. It speaks to him on so many levels. I'm not even a big fan of Les Mis as a musical. It's got like two good songs. Other than that, it's kind of... It tries too hard to be sad, and it, and it works if it's done well and you have really good actors. It's mm. it is really emotional, but then you get like movies where they suck, and you're like, Ugh, this is. That's why I won't watch the lame as movie. You will someday. Out. Somebody will get you. Well, yeah, no, we'll have to watch it for the podcast eventually. But like, <laughs> I, I just I like watched the trailers and heard them singing. That's air quotes for mm. everybody singing, and I was like, wow, that's that's terrible. I'm not I'm not watching that. Absolutely not. Like the only actual singer in that whole cast was Hugh Jackman, and then they put he him got in, the lead. So. <clears throat> yeah, but they put him in a role that's not his fucking vocal range. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stupid. He's a he's not a tenor. <laughs> he's a he's like a baritone bass singer. He's like a big brassy, like fucking Oklahoma type singer. Not a mm-hmm. fucking tenor. Jean Valjean, <clears throat> you know, hold out the shit like that. It's not his like range or his vocal type. It doesn't work. It was just dumb casting, but they cast him because he's like a famous Hollywood actor who was who very, actually can sing, who was yeah. very talented, who can actually sing and does you know musical theater. So they're like, we'll mm-hmm. fucking get him in. Everybody will get that. Then they give Russell Crowe the second, <laughs> the the second male lead, Javert. <clears throat> yeah, Javert. Yeah, they give Russell Crowe the the second male singing lead for reasons. There were reasons for it, I assume. Yeah. I've, I, I wasn't in the boardroom. I, I wasn't on Epstein's Island. I don't know why they cast the movie <laughs> that way, but they did. And then Anne Hathaway, who couldn't find a note with a stick, a mirror, and a gun to her head. It's a shit singer. She won an Academy Award for that role, though. Yeah, well, a lot of people won Academy Awards that shouldn't have. Like that uh, pedophile in France. Which one? Exactly. Now, what's his name? The fucking guy. 
Roman Polanski. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. They gave him plenty of Academy Awards, and they gave him, like, a standing ovation one time. We're like, bring him back to the U.S. I'm like, he fucking raped a 14-year-old. Everybody at the Oscars who's clapping right now, just so you know, there was a 14-year-old rape going on. So, we're all on the same level here. That's why I loved Ricky Gervais's fucking Golden Globes <laughs> <laughs> monologue so much. He's just like, you guys realize how fucking horseshit you all are, right? <laughs> They laugh like they're in on the joke, but really they they're not. Yeah, there's like there was four people in that audience who were legit laughing, and the camera kept going to them. It was like like Helen Mirren and uh, Adam Driver and Tom Hanks. It's like three people in Hollywood who are actually innocent of everything, and they they're just like, oh, fuck, it's gonna be hard <laughs> to get work after this. <laughs> <laughs> Awful lot of pedophiles yeah. in here. <laughs> If I worked with Ricky in the past, is that going to get stricken from the Brooks? It's like, yeah. I don't know. I, I think those, but one, Helen Mirren's un, untouchable. She's just, she's such a good actress that, like, she could probably, like, kick a baby off a balcony, like Eric Clapton style, mm-hmm. and still be able to fucking make millions, because she's just that good of an actress. And then Adam Driver, I don't think would care one way or the other. He's just kind of a badass, and he was, like, the best part of the Star Wars franchise, because he was the only actor in that fucking three sets of movies that they made. I mean, Oscar Isaacs is cool, but he was not that great in the movies. Well, he, they didn't give him anything to do. Jo- John Boyega is also a very talented actor. Is he? Okay, I've never seen him anything besides that. Give him fucking dick all to work with. I mean, <laughs> it's like hiring fucking Gordon Ramsay to cater your wedding, but then you give him a bunch of, like, Hungry Man TV dinners mm-hmm. and then complain about the steak being overcooked. Like, yeah, what was he supposed to do? Actually, did we talk about that on the podcast yet that I watched... No, not yet. Rise of Skywalker? You want to jump into that? Yeah, let's okay. go for it. Well, do you want to introduce ourselves? Yeah, first? I guess yeah, we should probably do that. Because <laughs> that'll be so... Yeah, yeah this is going to get heavy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, guys, this is guys and gals and everybody else. Mm-hmm. This is the A to Z show. Thanks you are correct. Thanks again for listening. I am the Z to the A. Yep. My name's Zach. I am America's favorite failed comedian. Mm-hmm. And I'm his buddy, Andrew. Across the table from me is the A to my Z. Andrew, he is America's sweetheart. Always. And, you know, our whole thing here, for the first-timers in the in the group, don't feel bad. I know we've been gone for a while, so we're, we're, we're coming back hot and heavy. Yeah, this will air around Christmas time, probably. Like, don't call it a comeback, because hmm. we've been here for a year. Two. Rocking. We missed our two-year celebration. It's true, we did miss our two-year celebration. We put out, like, 56 podcasts, so it's, it's like a year. Well, yeah, that averages out. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, you know, don't call it a comeback, man. We've been here for years. Just rocking our peers, putting suckers to tears. Is that how that goes? Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom. Hmm. Never knew that song. You're welcome. That's right, I'm the blackest guy on this podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) LL Cool Z. Technically true. (laughs) (laughs) I do know more about hip-hop and basketball than anybody else in this room. Mm, yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I, I know like a little bit of basketball. Emma. That's true. You, you do a little bit of basketball. I, I followed it back in the 90s. I haven't followed basketball in a while, actually. Yeah. I'm going to start doing it again because there's nothing else to fucking watch. Not really, yeah. I was never, like, I never heavily followed basketball. I would just, when it was on, I would watch it. I like basketball. Mm-hmm. But I've never really had a team. Uh, I mean, I, li- I like the Celtics. I like the Phoenix Suns. I was a big fan of them, especially back in like the early 2000s mm-hmm. when they had like Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire. And uh, oh, who was the third? He was the power forward. He was really fucking good. Mm. Damn it. I can't even say it. It'll come to me later. Okay. I was a big fan of the Suns back then. 
A friend of mine was a big fan of the Lakers, so I gave him shit for that constantly. As you should. Because yeah. you can't just like get into basketball like, oh, you're a Lakers fan. I'm like, yeah. fuck off. Especially living around here. Like, it's yeah. not even your home yeah. team or anything. Yeah. dick. I guess technically we should be Hawks fans. Yeah, If I remember correctly, the Atlanta Hawks are... It used to be the St. Louis Hawks, and mm-hmm. they moved to Atlanta, right? Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. They actually won a championship here. They did, mm-hmm. yeah. What was that, like 73? Mm, late 50s, oh, early late 60s, 50s? Yeah. Okay, fair. It was a long time ago. Then we had our ABA team, which is actually like one of the best sports names ever. The, the Spirits of St. Louis? Mm-hmm. That's fucking genius. Absolutely. You can still buy those old jerseys. Oh, no yeah, shit. Yeah, you can still get them somewhere. That would be sweet. I mean, they're like replicas, but still, they're just yeah. kind of like fucking cool to have. Oh, yeah. And it was a cool logo and everything. It had the plane and all mm-hmm. that. It was, it was a fun time. For those of you who don't know, the Spirit of St. Louis was the plane that Charles Lindbergh flew. So, Across the Atlantic. Yeah. So the team was the Spirits of St. Louis. And it wasn't a ghost, which would have been kind of funny, too, if they just had like a, like a Halloween Town ghost yeah. for their logo. I mean, it is a pretty haunted city, too. So. <clears throat> that is true. Awful lot of deaths. Yeah. Like just today. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even matter what day you're listening to this. It still applies. Mm. Yeah, good old basketball, though. It's a fun game. I, I, I like basketball. I'm going to try to follow it more closely now. Although I did kind of like not having a team because it was just like, yeah, I just watched good play happen. Like, it was just kind of fun to watch people be good at things. Yeah. You get to watch dudes at like the height of their athleticism. Soar Especially 40. in the NBA, too. Like, there's only like, what, 12 oh. people for teams. So God, they're insane. You get the, the top of the top percent. <clears throat> the kind of shit they do nowadays. Like, like the, the guy that's like the worst person on the team is like a superstar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he never makes it on the court, but yeah. he would like destroy oh, anybody. Yeah. He could beat anyone in one-on-one. Although it's a little less physical now than it used to be. That yeah. just kind of upset me. It is. A little too much praying for like penalties and shit like that. Mm. That's one thing... LeBron James does constantly that I it makes me just like lose a little risk respect for him every now and then. Yeah, he talks to the refs more than he dribbles the ball because it's like oh yeah it's because he travels fucking every third drive he takes to the net and I'm not disrespecting LeBron James he's an amazing basketball player one of the greatest athletes walking the planet dude's like six seven two two fifty I think somewhere around there yeah like six seven two fifty insane cardio jumps forty feet in the fucking air. His arms are, like, fucking 10 feet wide. He's insane. He's an amazing athlete. Also kind of a crybaby. And he's not Michael Jordan. I don't give a fuck what yeah. LeBron James says. I don't care how many Space Jam movies they make. He is not Michael Jordan. Speaking of awful jerseys. What, the Toon Squad? The new one? Did you see it? Oh, yeah. No, that one's pretty shit. I thought you were talking about the classics. No, no, like, no. Those, those were clean. I don't no, I'm talking about the ones about. they revealed the other day oh, yeah, no, for the new are, movie. Those are fucking terrible. Those are almost as bad as, like, the L.A. Rams' new fucking jerseys. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. Oof. Oh, They they look like when you play Madden and you do, like, create a team and you have to, like, make colors and a logo and shit. And the very start, like, default of what you work from, that's what the new L.A. Rams <laughs> uniforms look like. They're, they just stop there. Oh, they're atrocious. They're like, done, that'll work. We got a $40 billion stadium to make. Shut up with your fucking... Uh, uh, jerseys and shit. All right, we got other stuff to worry about. We got to buy another team anyway, because LA clearly needs two football teams because it can barely fucking uh, sustain one if they're win- if they're not winning. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Like, when are owners gonna realize LA is not the place to go? I know it seems like it. There's a lot of money in LA and shit. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot, a lot of big going. college football there. Yeah, there is. USC is one of my favorite colleges mm-hmm. for uh, college football. 
but like professional teams, there's so many, so much things going on in LA that you're competing against all of those as well. So you start losing, and people stop going to your fucking games because they get forty-seven other things to fucking go on. Yeah. Like, look at the Rams when they start to lose. They, you know, they don't sell out. Whereas, like, the Detroit Lions always sell out, even though they go like zero and sixteen every other year, because <laughs> there's nothing else to do in Detroit. Sorry, Mitch. I mean, it's just my brother-in-law is a huge Lions fan. Lions. I mean, I I got respect for the Lions, and I got more respect for the Lions fans. Yeah. But has been since he was a little kid. I mean, he knows that guy. I'm not breaking a fucking truth for him. He, yeah. He's aware. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been there. He's seen it. He's seen more than I have. The Lions aren't great. They got some problems up there in uh, D-Town. There's, yeah. there's some stuff going on. They got Eminem, and they got a football team that can't win. I just, mm-hmm. That's about it. And the Tigers suck, too. Pistons have had some heydays. Mm. Well, the Pistons used to fucking destroy Michael Jordan. Yeah. Thanks to fucking uh, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> and then what? And the Red Wings. That used to be pretty good. Yeah, the Red Wings are a pretty hardcore team. They got a few flags in the in the rafters. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Dennis been, Robert, been a while. But... Dennis Robert would not be able to have a career nowadays. Oh no, hell no. His whole job was just to stand in the paint and then throw bows at people when they tried to charge the net. Like that was all he did, and that's how they stopped Michael Jordan from scoring forty points a game. Was because every time he went to drive, he'd get an elbow in the fucking sternum. <laughs> Nowadays, you can't do that shit. <laughs> we were just talking about with Le- LeBron James. If you fucking you sneeze whenever he's about to take a shot, he'll fucking try to get a penalty off of you. Anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, right. Finally saw that. <laughs> and he started doing like a fake podcast the day before. Yeah. Where I could burn everything out. And then yeah. Just have I'll it. just call you the night before while she's doing D&D. And <laughs> we'll just talk some some things while you exactly. do uh, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> then I can just have a succinct podcast the next day. Yeah. Maybe that'd help. But uh, yeah, finally saw Rise of Skywalker. I was a pretty big holdout. I mean, I watched it like two weeks ago, I think. So, granted, nobody else watched it in theaters. So it didn't matter. <laughs> uh, I was a big holdout because I was not a fan of The Last Jedi. It's uh, been know. stated on you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, we don't have to get into all that. But then we got Rise of Skywalker, and I didn't have any hope for it whatsoever. I was like, Disney is, you know, and again, we don't have to get into that either. I've had every other episode is me screaming about Disney. So I have no hope or faith in the Disney conglomerate except for The Mandalorian, which is a pretty good show. And The Clone Wars, those are good too. But, uh, so eventually I was just like, I gotta watch Rise of Skywalker. You know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, you gotta finish the saga. Like, I I gotta see what they did. Like, I gotta know. And holy Jesus, was that fucking terrible. That was one of the worst films yeah. In terms of like pacing and screenwriting and um uh what's the word I'm looking for? Reasons, I think is the best way to put it. Like <laughs> reasons for why things happen. It's one yeah. of the worstly written films like I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what the screenwriter room was like for that. And I know I guess technically JJ didn't get a great part with that because he had to come through and try to clean up all the fucking shit that happened from The Last Jedi and then mm-hmm. try to jam two movies together as well and stuff. And I don't know. Because then again, The Force Awakens kind of sucked too anyway. So I'm not going to sit here and say that J.J. Abrams is amazing. I think Ryan Johnson's kind of a douchebag and J.J. Abrams is just sort of a fan servicey guy who makes like fun fan favorite movies, which is fine. That's totally a, th- a thing to be in. That absolutely is, yeah. See, so yeah, Rise of Skywalker, I just remember... So many times during that movie, I remember turning to Emma, who wasn't even paying attention. She didn't want to watch it at all. 
But I was like, I gotta watch this movie. Like everybody's seen it at this point. I might like. I'm not gonna have any hot takes. I'm not gonna blow anybody's mind. So yeah, let's just get this like. Let's drain the venom, bite the bullet. Let's get this motherfucker done with, and then I can put the sequel trilogies away. I never because I've never rewatched any of them. Mm. That's and I've I've rewatched the prequels. I've definitely rewatched the original trilogy. I rewatched yeah, oh, yeah. the Clone Wars. I've rewatched Mandalorian. I have not rewatched any of the sequel trilogies. I've rewatched Rogue One a bunch. That's a great movie. I haven't rewatched Solo, but that one was pretty shit too. So <laughs> it's better than any of these, though. It is. It is better than this. So I just was like, let's get it done. Then I never have to watch these movies again. I'm all set. I've seen it. I know what happens technically. So whenever they try to reboot the franchise in six months, I'm assuming, because <laughs> they were trying to push these movies out once a year, I was like, let's just get it done. And so the whole time I'm watching it, and I just kept turning to Emma and I would go, why? <laughs> because they just there's no motivation for any of the characters and it's never explained. There's so many scenes where like a problem is brought up and then it's resolved the next scene over you're like okay well that meant nothing that's cool glad we wasted time on that i appreciate it and uh, i guess let's let's get into some spoilers here Everybody, sure, spoilers yeah. for rise of the skywalker or rise of skywalkers rise the, of skywalker, the rise of skywalker whatever yeah. the fuck they wanted to call it which that whole name by the way and what they did with that and we'll get into that but jesus christ was i fucking angry then like there's so many times where like i said there's supposed to be a plot development mm-hmm and instead it's just resolved immediately and pretty much everyone's motivation is because the movie needs to happen mm-hmm. that's because the emperor yeah that's everybody's character's motivation in that movie is well we need to make a movie so that's why we're doing this move <laughs> like there's a one at one point let's see it starts off ray is now the greatest jedi to ever live she's like running through the uh the forest and shit i i assume it's supposed to look like it was supposed to be reminiscent of the scenes of Dagobah on M- on Empire and shit mm. like that. It it's wasn't the, in the, any the kind of training way. course that Luke <clears throat> built to train Leia. Yeah, yeah, but this one's different because she's like running up walls and she's floating like four hundred rocks in the air and she like backflips out of them and she's like flying her lightsaber up to the fucking heavens and killing God and then this lightsaber comes back to her and all this other dumb shit. And then Leia is also trained in uh, the Jedi arts. <clears throat> now that we know that, because that hasn't been established at all. Except for in the uh, extended universe, which was thrown away, so it's not canon anymore. But now part of it is canon because they didn't know how to write a fucking movie. So Leia is training Rey because Ryan Johnson didn't know what to do with Luke Skywalker's character. (laughs) And Leia's the only one alive because Harrison Ford was like, fuck you, I'm not doing these goddamn movies. See, they go to another planet where the fire festival is happening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like Burning Man, and they're throwing dust and shit in the air. And, uh, see, they, they're trying to find something. Oh, they're trying to find what people who know the extended universe would, saw, would call a Sith holocron, mm-hmm. because that's an established thing in Star Wars lore, or was before they burned all of those, just like Rey did at the end of The Last Jedi. Oh, my God, I just put that together. Yeah. Holy fuck, is that what that scene was? Was that just them burning the extended universe in that movie? Good God. Oh, no, because it wasn't, because she had those books. She Jedi. snuck him out, yeah. yeah so the that, ship. that was another empty scene that meant fucking nothing. So cool. Uh, yeah, Leia, um, she's doing something. Everybody's doing something because the movie's plot has to continue. The Resistance, which I don't know why there's still a Resistance, by the way. They should have won at this point. Because didn't Haldo destroy everybody? Pretty much. Well, guess what? Too bad there's another enemy. They're the exact same, and they have limitless, un- unlimited resources. You're yeah. fucked. 
somehow have 400 star destroyers with enough people to man them yeah. even though you with planet killing weapons like yeah. the death star, on each one death star level planet killing weapons on each ship but this is way towards the end i guess i don't remember the movie was so fucking shit essentially here's how it works that would be a cool set piece okay but this needs to happen too okay we'll just have some character in the background say that and then that'll work <laughs> also let me tell me if i'm racist you are <laughs> <laughs> So, The Last Jedi, the end of that, whenever um, that fucking terrible ending when Rose crashes into uh, uh, Finn, mm-hmm. Rose is alive, right? Was yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, that was her in The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought so. See, I said, I thought that was her, but then Emma thought she had died in Last Jedi called oh. her racist. I'm like, pretty sure that's Rose. Yeah, no, it is. It doesn't matter because she doesn't do anything. Yeah, she <clears> has <throat> like three seconds of screen time. Yeah, she's like, she walks by the camera as they're all loading up and everybody's like, oh, hey, look, it's Rose. Remember when she let the entire resistance die except for ten of us? <laughs> by the way, there's only supposed to be ten of the resistance left at this point after that whole bullshit with The Last Jedi happened. But there's more now. It's cool. Don't worry yeah. about it. There's, we got a movie to make. And shut we'll up. We'll send out a rescue signal and they'll, they'll answer this one yeah, for some shut reason. Shut up. We got movies to make. The DeLorean's here. Quit your mouth. So, yeah, they're looking for some Sith holocron or whatever the fuck they called it in that movie. Let's call it a MacGuffin. There's some MacGuffin they need to find that will lead them to the Sith planets. Mm-hmm. To where the main leader of the Sith, who's Emperor Palpatine, by the way, so fun there, that means that Return of the Jedi means, means nothing shit. at all. Yep. So that beautiful, tragic ending of Return of the Jedi with Vader's sacrifice and finally coming back to the light, fulfilling the prophecy of being the Chosen One, means nothing now. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to that. Uh, he's still alive. And How? Then, oh, it doesn't matter. He just is. Ma- he just alive. is. Yeah, they never really explained it nope. at all. Nope. Like, I, I've kind of guessed at a couple different theories, but it, as far as I know, it wasn't explained in the film. Yeah, it was not. I guess the way they're trying to play it off is that, like, it's always been clones. I think that's what they were going with. Seems kind of that, like, like it. That, like, Sheev Palpatine was even a clone, and, like, the Emperor was just, like, been kept alive on these fucking I, IV tubes at the end there. He's on that stupid planet. Also, was everybody else in the audience? But that were, were those clones of him too, or were they ghosts of the Sith? See, yeah, that's what I don't know. Because the whole thing is that you can't do ghosts of the Sith because the Sith don't work together. Yeah, we know that. And that's not. And their true. energy isn't pure enough to become a Force yeah. ghost. And that's not something they can throw out because that was in the fucking prequels, and they said that those are still canon. Where there's the the rule of two is established in those. Yeah. There's always two of them, nothing more, nothing less, for the Sith lords. But now there's 150 of them that are maybe clones, maybe ghosts, possibly extras because we had a lot of extra black robes sitting around and J.J. Abrams was bored. Mm. Who knows? Nobody cared. So that happens. They go to the fire Festival on some weird planet where there's mm-hmm. a bunch of dust being thrown around. Ray heals a sandworm from Beetlejuice at one point. Sure. Because that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whatever. I mean, she's killed everything else that's come on her side, but now all of a sudden she's like, I can heal this. It's fine now. Fly away. Fly away. It was a, it was away. a snake. It didn't fly. It doesn't matter. Huh. It could have. It probably flew afterwards. We need to watch one of the director's cuts. I'm sure it comes out of the sand and flies off after one of the ships. It's probably in the end battle when everybody else shows up. They had every other ship. The fucking Enterprise was there, and the fucking... the. Ishimaru from Dead Space, I think, was in that. And fucking the DeLorean showed up, and Beetlejuice came in, and fucking uh, uh, the the White Dragon from A Neverending Tale, I think, took out mm-hmm. one of the ship destroyers. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Ecto-1 was there. Yeah, the Ecto-1 was there, but it was driven all by women, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Girl power. <laughs> Fucking movie's so bad. So yeah, then they, they go to the fire Festival planet mm-hmm. where Burning Man's happening. Right, with uh, Lando. Yeah, Lando's back because they had killed off all the other characters from the original trilogy. <laughs> Somebody's got to pilot this thing. And this whole movie is made just to try to tickle your nostalgia because they forgot they'd already made two movies. And they were like, yeah, we'll put a bunch of nostalgia in here. It's like, no, we've already watched you rape the corpse of our favorite shit before. Mm-hmm. We're not going to, you don't, you don't get to dress it up now. It's too late. Just put the headstone back in it make a new movie. <laughs> so yeah, Lando comes back and God damn, does Billy D. Williams look so fucking upset that he's in this movie. <laughs> he looks bored and old and feeble and it is not fun to see Lando like that. And then him and Finn don't even have a fun conversation about being, like, the only two black guys in space. Like, why was that not a conversation? That definitely should have been a conversation. That would have been fucking hilarious. And even when it had the stupid wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the camera that J.J. Abrams loves so much because he's a fucking hack. With a lens flare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever they wink, the lens flare goes bling. <clears throat> See, that happens. They find the MacGuffin, I think. I think mm-hmm. they found the MacGuffin there. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But they can't translate it because C-3PO can't read Sith writing. Yes, oh my god, yes. Or can't, can't say Sith writing. This is one I needed to talk about. So they, they, they have, it's a knife. They find the knife, not the MacGuffin. They find a knife that has the coordinates to the MacGuffin, but it's written in the ancient Sith language. And C-3PO can translate it, but he's not allowed to speak it because it's against galactic laws. So again, let's go back to the prequels real quick because those are canons that still they're they're still canon. They still exist. Yep. C-3PO was built mm-hmm. by Anakin Skywalker Correct. in episode 1 to be a droid to help out around the house with his uh, mother. Mm-hmm. And they take 3PO with him and 3PO ends up, you know, being a very important part of the entire trilogy. Sure. Uh and so whenever Annie was building him, he decided to go ahead while he was in Tatooine, which is a planet that is not in the Galactic Federation. Spoken about, that's why they go there, was mm. to be safe from the the, uh, the Empire. The, well, not, no, it's, it's the CIS, it's the Confederate Empire. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Separatists. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. Separatists, like whatever the bad guys were. It, it, it's, it's CIS, I forget what it stands for. Confederation of Independent Systems, that's what it was, got it. Nerd. Yep. So they went to Tatooine to stay away from those because they knew that wouldn't be in the system, they couldn't find them. But, however, Anakin, at nine years old, who built this robot, and is also the chosen one who was created from the Force itself, went ahead and decided to upload all of the laws that that would have as well, just to be safe, just in case. Mm-hmm. And so now 3PO can't translate this, and they uh, kidnap uh, Chewie. Chewie gets kidnapped on a ship, but as the ship's flying off, Ray stops it with the Force. Which is something so powerful that's ridiculous. It's it's I've seen it happen one time in all of the Star Wars lore that I know. Mm-hmm. It happened one time in the Force Awakened or uh, uh, the Force Unleashed, the very first Force Un- Unleashed game. Oh, the video game, yeah, yeah, which was canon at, at the time. Okay, he pulls a Star Destroyer out of the like sky and crashes down, and it takes a very long time. He's got to use both his hands and like they're using the control sticks to line shit up, and he like. Pulls the thing down. It's a really fucking cool moment. It's badass as shit. Those are great games. By well, the so way. is this girl power now? Yeah. So she does it with one hand while she's fighting, uh, fucking uh, emo, uh, emo Adam Driver, uh, Ky- Kylo emo Ren, 
whatever the fuck they wanted to call him at this point. I don't care. So she's got one hand. She's pulling the fucking ship down. She's fighting like tie fighters with her other hand. That was another mm-hmm. scene that happened. That was yeah. one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah. Where Kylo Ren wants to run over Rey with his tie fighter <laughs> while they're on a planet. A tie mm-hmm. fighter with guns on it, by the way. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd go ahead and point that out. Instead, he wants to run her down with his floating hovercraft, and she like backflips over it and cuts the wing off or something. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my fucking life. So they get into a sword fight. She stops the ship from going up into orbit while she's fighting him off. But then while he's fighting her off, he puts his hand up there and starts sending the thing back up to orbit. I'm assuming everyone in the control panel of that ship is just like, what the fuck is happening here? I don't... uh, Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. (laughs) And then Ray keeps winning, and then she gets angry, I think is what happens. She gets angry, and she force lightnings the ship, and it explodes. So she's now accidentally killed Chewbacca. Holy shit moment, right? Which pretty fucking crazy moment. And yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like, exactly. The fucking balls I'm sitting in the theater. Do. I was like, okay, we're getting serious now. I was thrown away because it was literally the, I think it's the first mistake we've seen Ray make yeah. in all three of the movies. And, and finally like, something's going to have a consequence. I was like, shit, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. So then the fight ends. They have some stupid dialogue between each other. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Trust me. It doesn't matter. And then quick cut to on the ship of the new order. Is that what they were called? Yes. Mm-hmm. The New Order, which is the First Order, only now it's the New Order because it's Palpatine again. They have the same characters, the same outfits, the same weapons, the same ships. Even though they've been in a completely separate system, separated from everything for the last 400 years, mm-hmm. totally the same thing. That's fine, yeah. And guess who else is there? Chewbacca. He was on yeah. a different ship. Fucking got you, fuckers. Immediately. Didn't see just that immediately shit. goes to it. They don't even let you rest on that. The music yeah. score doesn't even stop. You're just like, holy shit, did they just kill Chewbacca? Nope. No, they, they didn't. Oh, no, right, there he is. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, that could have been a weird moment. Holy shit, that could have been a character-building moment for a second. Wow. Holy fuck. Thank God. My Something could have had stakes. Yeah. Like, I remember watching the whole movie, and I was like, I really should just watch the original trilogy again. <laughs> like, that's all I wanted to do. I was like, I wonder if I could just put a new hope on instead so that happens and it means nothing of course like i said yeah also during all of this uh emo ren and ray the all-powerful are force skyping with each other <laughs> and they can do this over systems like light years apart mm. they can force skype with each other and can also teleport things well, that's because it's better than skype this is zoom <clears throat> it's force zoom yeah it's force zoom and they can teleport things to each other which um no absolutely not how that works in any kind of a way that's because the force is growing stronger that than you've ever realized it's never Zach. even the been. force is bigger and better than the you've force ever does known not, does not change matter yeah it, it, it does evolves. not change matter no it doesn't yep new this is new. The, the force has awakened no. it's awakened it's fucking asleep just like the screenwriters were so yeah they can like transport shit to each other you now can do anything you can imagine apparently because and they also they switch spots at some points too if that makes any sense. Sometimes they're in the same spots they're in while they're talking, and other mm-hmm. times they go to each other's spots, and it just kind of just happens. You know, because, you know, the, the Force gets a little, uh, you know, widgety sometimes. We don't really know if it's going to connect or not. If they'd have fucking put, like, Depends a Depends on the Wi-Fi signal. If, if they'd have put, like, a 96 dial tone moment in one of those, I would have forgiven everything about this film. So, yeah, they, like, teleport to each other a couple times, and they force Skype a lot, and Kylo Ren is trying to finish this movie. Yes. And Ray is trying to finish this movie. And the screenwriters <clears throat> are trying to make sure their names aren't on Epstein's logbook of his flights, and Disney is trying to kill all the Jews. 
and Finn is still doing nothing. Because <laughs> he's a black guy. Disney's yeah. racist. <laughs> so yeah, blah, blah, blah. That happens. They go to another planet by Endor, right? Because yeah. wreckage from the ship fell from there, the yeah. second Death Star mm-hmm. has fallen on this planet. Wreckage that does not exist if you've watched Return of the Jedi. The when it thing obliterates itself yeah. into atoms. <laughs> now there's just giant pieces of wreckage laying yeah, around. The entire throne room is just... It's, it's still there, and the windows are on the wrong side, by the way, which is my favorite thing. Where I'm like, do you guys even watch the fucking movies? Like, just try that hard. That's all I'm asking. So they go to Endor. Uh, Finn runs into another woman and luckily she's black so we can finally have a love interest because we're not going to have a black a black guy kiss a white girl in a Disney movie. Shit ain't going to happen. No, sir. Fucking assholes. <laughs> like, they set up the love story between Finn and Ray and then just never did it. Mm-hmm. And then instead... And then tease it this entire movie. He's like, I gotta tell you something. But yeah. then never tells her. And apparently it was supposed to be that he was Force-sensitive. It was the real story. Which, honestly, yeah, I would like... the novelization I would have liked something. better, honestly. Because yeah. then at least she's not the only Jedi. Yeah. It would have been cool to know that the Force might still continue. Although, you just don't need any more Jedi because Rey can literally do anything. Yeah. And we got Broom Kid. <clears throat> and we got the Broom Kid who, again, doesn't come back. That's another thing. That Lily literally left that out of their own movies. They yeah. fucking didn't come back to that. So they're on Endor, or one of the planet moons of Endor, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Or there's a bunch of wreckage of the Death Star, and they land there, and Finn runs into another black chick that is, uh, she's also an escaped First Order. Yeah, First Order. Mm-hmm. Stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah, Forced Order. F- forced. <laughs> forced writing is what this fucking movie is. <laughs> the Force writes. Uh, so she's also an escaped first order stormtrooper, just like Finn was, and they, you know, because they were. It's another thing that never got touched on: the fact that first order soldiers are child soldiers, and we should maybe Finn should feel a little bit about blowing them up constantly. He doesn't, <laughs> no. so don't worry about it. That would take too long to write. So they run into each other. They're on this planet, and it's like a bunch of oceans, and it's raining really hard. And she tells him. That she's also first ordering, like, oh, that's cool, and then it doesn't matter anymore for a while. Yeah. And Ray needs to get to the throne room of the wreckage that shouldn't exist because the Death Star was turned into fucking atoms. She needs to get to that, and the lady's like, we'll take it. That's where the knife letter. Yeah, Yeah, the knife letter there? Yeah, yeah. Because they they match it up, and it lines up perfectly, even after 30 years or whatever. Yeah, it lines up perfectly to wreckage that wouldn't have existed when the knife was created. (laughs) So there's a fun little bit for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, lines it up perfectly. Like it, it's it's supposed to be like the the fucking map room and Raiders kind of moment, mm-hmm. but instead it's not because it's lining up to shit that would have existed when it was created. Whatever that's or small, didn't exist to begin with because details. it's supposed to be atoms. Yeah, it's small details. We got a movie to write. Sure. Shut the fuck up. So she lines that up and she's like, "Yeah, we gotta make money. Yo, I gotta get to this throne room because this movie's getting close to its third act. I need to be there." And they're mm-hmm. like, "You're right. We are getting close to the third act. We need to end this movie. We need a lightsaber fight. We need some lightsaber fight." So they're like. We'll take it there, but we can't go right now because the oceans are too fucking like rough. There's a big storm blowing. We've lived here for years. We've sailed, but we can't go there right now. The oceans are too fucking bad. And then Ray, who has lived on a desert planet her entire life, and in fact in the first movie, The Force Awakens says, I've never seen so much green before in my life, blah, 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 blah. She is now on a skiff by herself, expertly sailing this motherfucking ship. Like, she's fucking Tom Hanks and Castaway all of a sudden. Because she's the last Jedi. Because she has the Force? And the Force controls waves. So don't worry about it. 
she totally and like and you think because I assumed there was gonna be drama there where it's like oh she's gonna have to learn how to like pilot a boat or something she's not gonna know how to swim like maybe she'll like almost drown and then Kylo will save her or something like that and we'll have more of that whole like he's a bad guy good guy yeah. bullshit they were trying to throw down our our throats but at least that would make sense to the themes they had set up in their own film mm-hmm. <clears throat> instead she gets there with zero problems it's like a ten second scene yeah. it's again it's another thing where you're like oh shit she's gonna have to like figure out how to sail. This bitch has just been in sand her whole life. She's never seen fucking oceans before. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what the hell's going on. Oh, no, she's there. Okay, cool. I mean, really, the desert is like a sea. Yeah, it's kind of like the exact opposite of it, almost. <laughs> <laughs> it's two sides of the same coin. Just like the Force is, I think. Maybe. Midi-chlorians mm. are involved. Yeah. Are, are those still canon, by the way? They are. They're in the first movie, so. <laughs> oh, thank God. Anyway, so, yeah, that, again, nothing happens there. She goes to the uh, Death Star wreckage, mm-hmm. finds her MacGuffin that she's looking for, mm-hmm. and then guess who's there? Or teleports there? Well, you also forgot she does her uh, fourth tree moment like Luke does. Oh, my God. I, I blocked that scene out. So, yeah, she gets a vision of her having, like, a like a dark side version of her, as opposed to Luke fighting Darth Vader and then killing Darth Vader, and then, like, the head explodes and it's Luke's face, and it's, like, this really kind of, like, oh, shit, character moment. Yeah. She's fighting herself because nobody else is going to be a match for her, obviously. And she has this badass kind of double-bladed lightsaber that was kind of fun. Kind of, yeah. And they fight for about 10 it's seconds. It's like Darth Maul 2.0. Yeah, they fight for about 10 seconds, and to make sure that you realize she's the evil version, they give her shark teeth. At one point, that happened, which that is also not a thing that's happened in any of the Star... None of the bad guys have had shark teeth. Even Darth Maul had normal teeth, and he was like a fucking... He had horns coming out of his head. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that happens, and then that also means nothing. And so uh, now she's got her thing, and she's going to sail back the way she came, I think? Or she was just going to jump to the shore? I don't know. It doesn't mm. matter. She'll do whatever the fuck yeah. she wants. She's just going to Dragon Ball Z into the sky. And then Kylo... Don't you dare fucking dismirch... Dragon Ball, at least Dragon Ball Z, it had a lot of filler, but it had fucking story arcs. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I'd rather I apologize. Watch, I'd rather watch all of the filler episodes of Dragon Ball Z than these fucking movies. Oof. So yeah, Kylo Ren, does he show up on a ship, or does he just teleport there? I don't remember. Mm, I don't either. That's how bad this movie is. You don't know how he got there. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There. And they have a sword fight, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, my favorite moment of the movie, she does a 40-foot backflip over a wave. And then the wave doesn't even hit Kylo Ren where they were standing. So that, again, meant nothing. So, again, an- another thing of like, hey, this could be a problem. It's not. Don't worry about no, it's it. It's fine. So they have a it's not slippery. Fight. It's okay. Yeah, they it's can... fine. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Shut up. We got This movie's like 45 minutes left. We're going to fucking go. Come yeah. on. So that happens. She backflips. They fight mm-hmm. some more. And now Leia finally gets back involved because mm-hmm. they only had fucking 15 minutes of footage before Carrie Fisher died. So right. they had to stretch that shit. Yep. So she, like, paralyzes him. Long enough for Ray to kill him. She paralyzed like I that I'm really struck by this moment here. It looks like it was supposed to be like a come to Jesus kind of moment where like he might get back in touch with the light side and they were going to stop fighting and possibly team up. Really? That's what you got? That's what I thought it was. Again, this shows you how this movie is. Neither of us know exactly what the fuck happened. I thought Leia was finally like, there's no saving him. He's evil. So I just need to paralyze him so he dies. Well, see, I I thought it was because she she was like Ben. She said Ben, not Kylo. Hmm. That's why I thought it was her like reaching out, being like, hey, you know, there's still good in you and stuff like that. I just figured that's the only way she's going to get his attention. And then once his guard was dropped, then she was like, Force freeze. Yeah. Either way, freeze frame. Which I, I assume happens. I don't know what the force does anymore. Yeah. Either way, he no gets, one does. He gets distracted for a couple seconds because his mother is dying and reaching mm. out to him across the universe with the force. Because across Leia, the universe. I'd rather watch this movie. 
And then Leia, because Leia is also super strong in the Force, uh, even though we've never seen any scenes. Well, of yeah, she training. she died and floated herself back into the that ship. That is true. I like to block that scene out too because okay. that one was rough. Mary Poppins. Uh, yeah, she Mary Poppins her ass across the space. And then also the best part about that scene is that they open the door, mm-hmm. even though there's a vacuum in space, so they would have all died anyway. But whatever. It's worth the risk. Totally. Uh, so yeah, she freezes Kylo somehow, either through the power of love or to the That's power, the power of, the lights, of love. The power You're getting of a lot of Back of to the Future references in here with all your DeLoreans and power of love. Because they're fucking better movies. That's because that had an actual screenwriter, and they you know tried and gave a fuck about the characters they'd established. If somebody had punched Kylo Ren and he fell face first into a pile of shit, I would have I would have enjoyed it more. I would like this movie more. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, he he gets frozen because his mom is dying, hmm. and. Ray, our light side superhero of the Jedi, just kills his ass. That moment to stab him in the fucking heart. Yeah. And so again, another moment you're like, oh fuck, this is like some character, but maybe she's not just the good girl anymore. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's some shit going on. Could and then be, she force heals him, so it doesn't oh, matter. Okay, yeah. And he's totally back alive, and I think he is not evil anymore. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's it. Or they come out later. No, anyway, that's that's it. Yeah. She brings him back to life, and then she leaves. Because then he's, he's able still... to make up with his dad. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. He has a moment where he makes up with his father, Harrison Ford, right. who refused to get a haircut or shave for this one scene that he was doing in this mm-hmm. movie, which is one of my favorite things ever. He looks so dumpy and just like, Ugh, whatever. I don't yeah. know, just fucking film your stupid nerd movie. Uh, so Kylo Ren has a vision of Harrison Ford telling him it's okay that he killed him. And now Kylo's a good guy. So he envisioned his murder victim telling him it was okay, and so now he thinks he's a good guy. Which, I don't think that's how that works, but... Me, you don't know. Whatever. Uh, some more never, scenes don't happen. Don't knock until you tried it. Some more scenes happen, and like they said in the writer's room, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to the Sith planet. There's right. now 400 uh, Star Destroyers. Mm-hmm. That have Death Star level weapons connected to him, but they can fly. However, you forgot the other nostalgia part, though. Mm. Luke finally got that Tie Fighter out of the swamp. It's oh, a good hero God. moment. Oh, That's God. what she flies to X- the Sith it was planet. Or yeah, whatever. Sorry. It was his X-wing that was yeah. uh, already established to not have a wing, but now mm. has a wing again, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, he. That's pulls... the healing powers oh, of the Octu right. Swamp. Oh, that's right. Luke Skywalker came back mm-hmm. for some fucked reason, and I don't care. Uh, yeah, Luke comes back and pulls his X-Wing up and then gives that to Ray so she can fly to the Sith, Sith planet. planet. Yeah. And she uses his call sign, which really pissed me off. Yeah. Um, so they fly there, and then the rest of the Rebel fleet, plus every starship that has ever existed in any kind of pop culture reference. And I'm pretty sure Smaug was there, too. I'm not 100% <laughs> on that, but I think I saw him. They all show up there, and now there's 4,000 deaths, like Star Destroyers rising from this ocean. Mm-hmm. That have been fully staffed with fully staffed with planet killing, yeah. Something with people, I assume there were people in those, or maybe they were more ghosts or clones yeah. of Palpatine. We Just find ropes. out that like Palpatine, that Snoke was a clone of Palpatine, and that Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter, yeah, which makes zero sense and does not matter. At oh, she if Palpatine was getting it on, you know, he was. Yeah, but then his wife got it on, too, and then somehow that made... Like, why Why wouldn't his daughter be all-powerful? Why is it his granddaughter? Is it, like, baldness? Well, it, it, it skipped skip a generation. generation? It does, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes, okay well, I guess that makes sense, then. Never mind. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they go there, and apparently he's been there since the Death Star got destroyed, building his fleet with things. 
I don't know where he got the resources to create 4,000 ships. This was his evil plan the whole time. Four million soldiers to fucking arm them and all that. But they all have Death Star level uh, weapons. Mm -hmm. One thing they don't have, though, navigation system. Well, you know, they all centrally do it out of one Star Destroyer. They all go out of one. No, no. First, they go out of one antenna that's right yeah. and then they destroy the antenna but before they destroy the antenna they send it to one other star destroyer as opposed to sending it to all of them yeah and also what do you need a navigation system for you're on a planet just put the planet behind you and just go straight you'll find something to fucking blow up it's cool you'll figure it out later on you're evil for fuck's sakes just go destroy shit the fuck are we talking about can we talk about my favorite part of the movie though hmm we're riding horses on a ship. Oh my god, there were horses. I was really hoping... Really there have never been horses in Star Wars before, ever. I was really hoping it was going to be the same animals from The Last Jedi that they let go of the casino. I thought it was just going to be those, those same animals that would like come back yeah. and like give Finn a wink, be like, thanks for setting me free, bro. Yeah. Let's fight this evil things. It wasn't. They didn't it was like little Shetland ponies. They yeah. had the little furry... Yeah. yeah, they didn't have the balls to do that. So instead, they just made up some fucking fake horses, mm-hmm. and they run on top of a star destroyer as it's flying through the atmosphere. Yeah, and somehow they don't have any kind of weapons that can stop a horse. All this technology, but we can't stop a horse. <laughs> we didn't plan for this one outcome that Chief Palpatine, the Great Lord of the Sith, did not plan for was fucking horses. Well, it's a horse yeah, in a hospital. Is. What are the odds? <sighs> So anyway, that happens, and again, it means nothing. Yeah, no. And then... Uh, Everybody's <laughs> safe. Nobody you so like is going to yeah, be in peril. No one important dies or even gets close to death, except for when Kylo Ren dies? Maybe. Did he die? I forget. They kept like regenerating each other through the power of yeah. kisses. I don't know. Like, I mean, also, what was up with that romance? I was not a fan of that being a romance at all. Yeah. Especially because wouldn't they be like almost like adopted brother and sister at that point? Hmm... No, I don't think so. I mean, she was, like, raised, I'm putting finger quotes in, mm. she was raised by Luke, like he well, was. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. And Leia, Leia yeah. trained her. And so, then Leia yeah. trained her, and then it's like, he's an actual, he yeah. actually is a, well, he's a solo, but he doesn't right. have a, a Skywalker blood in him. She doesn't, mm. at all, actually. I mean, like, I, not at all, in zero ways does she have Skywalker blood in her. Right. But, uh, yeah, they trade lightsabers at one point because of their force zoom abilities, mm-hmm. and he fights the Knights of Ren. And in it's, like two seconds, yeah. Yeah, then that takes zero time at all. You expect that to be a thing. That's been built up forever, yeah. yeah. It, it meant nothing. They nope. all went down really fucking quick. Yep. Didn't even have any, you know, memorable fight. Like no, it's, not at all. I one mean, of them could have done like a cool flip or something. No, they didn't. Or just had a lightsaber, yeah. maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, fucking... Yeah, one had like a whip or something, didn't he? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't even know. know. Like, Palpatine can create everything else except for useful fighters, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And so they get to his throne room where he's got... Clones? Ghosts? Close. Uh, old Sith Lords? I don't know what it was. There's a giant audience chamber mm-hmm. full of people. We don't know how they got there or who they fucking are. Right. And then, but um, he sticks to his guns. He he's playing by the same playbook, you know. He's doing the exact same you, thing. You need to be angry enough to kill me. Yeah, they, they're doing it the, because then he'll be able to take her body over or sure. something. Yeah. And it's it's and essentially he'll live longer. It's essentially like if you were really uh, sick, if you had a high fever and drank a lot of Nyquil and watched the last scene of Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and then someone asked you to write that movie, this is essentially what you would write. Is this scene? Yeah. Because it kind of I guess fits in a way. Not at all, really. So, no, but it, yeah. Almost looks the same. And then uh, she doesn't. I mean, you could sell more toys now. So She doesn't or does she? I don't remember. Hmm. Doesn't do what? 
she doesn't kill him? No, she kills him. She does kill him. But she doesn't do it directly. She doesn't do it. It's the power of the right. force that kills him. Yeah, so like the whole hero's journey of Vader mm-hmm. that we had in the original trilogy, which was awesome, and like yeah. Luke becoming like an actual Jedi. Yeah. We get to just skip all that and let her like fucking, because she had two lightsabers, she was unbeatable. And she redirects the force lightning back at him, which mm-hmm. is how Palpatine. So he has killed been, himself. It's I like stop to, hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. I just want to point out that's how Palpatine. Uh, Palpatine has been defeated in all three of the uh, trilogies mm-hmm. at this point. He's electrocuted himself. Yeah. So that's fun. Uh, yeah, she because once you start, you can't <clears throat> stop. Yeah. At, yeah. At Why point, would you? At one point, she gets knocked down, and then all the voices of the Jedi talk mm-hmm. to her, and I guess they take over her body or give her power or something. Right, yeah. That was the big fan service. Yeah. It came Although, out later. Uh, Ahsoka Tono was the, one of the voices. Yeah, did you see what her voice was? No. What, what it was labeled as in the subtitles? Uh-uh. Female Jedi number four. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, It's um. they did it really quickly, so you almost don't catch it unless you're really paying attention. But it's like all the old characters. Like uh, You hear Liam Neeson at one point, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, and, uh, Luke, and they're all telling her, like, get up, you're the only Jedi, and you can do anything, and... Why don't you force heal us all back to fucking creation as well when you get mm-hmm. done with this, and maybe we can fucking help? But she doesn't do that. And then so she deflects all the force lightning back and at him. And they're he, not even cool enough to do the Captain Marvel and play just a girl during the whole scene. I, I mean, mean, I almost would have wished like it, nothing else would have ruined the movie. Like yeah. might as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So she, so she wins, and everybody else wins, and then. The bad guys die? Yeah. I think. I don't know if they were already dead. I'm not sure. Either way, everyone's won, and she goes back to Tatooine to uh, Owen and Baru's uh, home, uh-huh. which would mean nothing for Leia, yeah. by the way. I want to point I that out. Never been there. And so she buries uh, Luke and Leia's lightsaber. Leia had a lightsaber. I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, buries Luke and Leia's lightsaber mm-hmm. in the side sand side. at Baru's. And then she also made her own lightsaber, which never came into play except for one half second. Yeah. Which you think they would have done that earlier, because like, that's supposed to be how you finish your Jedi that's training, a, is yeah. building a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And then also that's more merch to sell at that point, too. So thought, I thought for sure Disney was going to use that. They don't. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a deleted scene where she's finding a kyber crystal or something. And then like some, some, some old lady is walking by the middle of the desert where nothing is for some reason. And yeah. I was really hoping... It Just was, at the right time. Yeah. I was really hoping it was going to be the old lady from episode one, who's like, a storm's coming, Annie. I feel it in my bones. I was really hoping it was going to be that. Oh, okay. It wasn't, sadly. Yeah. That was the one character who didn't get a fucking callback except for Jar Jar oh god if Jar Jar would have been there that would have been great <laughs> see she's like no one's lived here for years chief don't go up there what the hells or whatever the fuck she said she's like who are you anyway and Ray's like my name's Ray she's like Ray who and she's like Ray Skywalker and then the credits hit I have never been angrier you stood up and cheered right yeah, because the movie was over. So thank <laughs> fuck. I'm going to take a giant Skywalker right now and hold one in. I just, it's essentially like, it's almost amazing in the way that not only does it spit in the face of The Last Jedi for trying something new, it then spits in the face of all the fans of the original movies as yeah. well. So, like, I'm not sure what, who that movie is for. Nope, I don't either. Did it make money? It did. Of course over it did. 300 million. Ugh. Great. So we're going to get more. At some point. 
I mean, you really you kind of wrote yourself into a corner now. Yeah. Like, because you've had to bring back the old characters. One, John Boyega won't do it. He hates Disney and refuses to ever work for them again. Yeah. And then if you bring Ray's character back, there is no uh, yeah. fucking, like, screen writing then at that point because she can just do anything. Right. Yeah, they've announced they're going way back for the next one. It's going to be uh, Old Republic style. Oh, fuck. So they're going to ruin more of your favorite memories. What? <laughs> it's going to really bum me out. I know. And then I, I don't have anything to yell about at that point because technically the shit that I like doesn't exist. So. Right, yeah. Luckily, I still own those games. They can't take those from me. <laughs> I own them. I'm sure they're going to try to delete they're them. They're going to kick your door in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be the last holdout. <laughs> Be the last old. Give us the disc. Never take it from my cold, dead hands. And then I shoot lightning at her, and she kills me with that. Because <laughs> she can't actually kill me. That would make a character building moment. Yeah. She'd have to make a choice. Yeah. Yeah, that movie was uh, like, and I never got fully behind the whole Mary Sue thing with uh, Ray yeah. until that movie. That movie, I was really like, oh yeah, she is kind of a like this is pretty like she has zero. Yeah. Like problems ever. Right, she, yeah. she solves everything like immediately. It means nothing. She's never really h- held up except for like, maybe like a minor inconvenience. Yeah. Like why? Why didn't she just like crush the Sith planet with her force powers? Why didn't she just like fucking clap her hands together and just watch them like boom? <laughs> then like it explodes, and the, the next movie we find a bunch of wreckage of it somewhere randomly. Yeah. And we have a knife that's built for it. <laughs> you, you hold her lightsaber up, and when you turn the light on, it points directly to where the killer <laughs> robot is. And then the DeLorean comes in. Mm. And then you look to the west on the dawn of the third day, and Gandalf the White is there with the Riders of Rohan. And then the, the Ecto-1 is there, and there's a giant marshmallow. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in the back, and I got a gun in my mouth. And I finally get sweet release from all this bullshit. <laughs> Never have to watch another movie again. Never have to see any more of this schlock, horseshit, fucking fuckery ever again. But you will. So I don't recommend Rise of Skywalker. Actually, I do recommend it. If you're a screenwriter or you want to be a screenwriter, mm. watch Rise of Skywalker. And don't do that. And then do the exact opposite of everything they did in that movie. Yeah. And then you can write a pretty good movie, I think. At least watchable. <laughs> yeah I don't yeah I've been waiting for this for months that one, I might I think I hate that one more than I hate The Last Jedi yeah I absolutely do I think I do Like, and I hated The Last Jedi I kept defending Star Wars I'm still like the biggest fan and I could not I can't defend like one second of that movie it's in, It's so terrible I, I, I oh. like all the other movies I mean the uh, original trilogies are just they're perfect films no. well they're not perfect films well, no. but they're fucking amazing movies and then the prequels, like, there's at least some good things in the prequels. Like, you and Ewan McGregor is a treasure through all three of the films. Mm-hmm. I think that Hayden Christensen is a good actor, even though he's given zero dialogue to work with. That's more George Lucas's fault, because he's kind of a shitty screenwriter. It really is. And I've, been, great... I've learned that more watching through The Clone Wars. Yeah. Thank you again for oh, no problem. both you and Josh for making me watch that. So good. Yeah, I'm on season four now, and yeah, it's just yeah. been it's the, amazing. Like it's the problem with George Lucas, he's I like, actually care about the characters now, right? Yeah, like it. Honestly, the Clone Wars. If you watch the whole series, it makes Revenge of the Sith really good because <laughs> you like actually have an emotional attachment to the characters, and it wow. makes that final fight like kind of mean something. Yeah, because you've seen uh, Anakin and Obi Wan become brothers and be very close and shit. So now you're like, oh fuck, they actually have to like fight somebody like that. Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy. <laughs> 
Also, you want to talk about continuity. Uh, cool. You know how I was just talking about how like everything they just threw away in the uh, uh, la- ra- ra- the Rise of the Skywalkers. Yeah. The Clone Wars TV show never has an episode where Anakin meets General Grievous because in Revenge of the Sith, there's one throwaway line by Anakin who's like, oh, you're taller than I thought you would be. Because oh, wow. they'd never seen each other before. So they never had an episode where those two meet just to keep the continuity of that one line. Jeez. And then now the throne room is on a moon of Endor. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the most direct opposite of things I've ever seen. And there's only about eight years in between them. So just yeah. think about that. Dave Filoni is a fantastic writer. But yeah, George Lucas, is just, he's a great world builder. And he's a terrible screenwriter. I have nothing else to say to it. He has great ideas, but when you have him write movies, they kind of suck. He doesn't especially get, dialogue. Yeah. He doesn't understand movies. It's the weirdest thing. He's an amazing filmmaker, and he's great at world building and idea kind of guy. Oh yeah. And he cannot make movies. Like look at the uh, Indiana Jones. He made he came up with some of that. Yeah. Parts of it. And then Spielberg saved the rest of it <laughs> and made good movies. Yeah. No, no, I'll direct it. <laughs> and it's like, the fucking, like, what's the best Star Wars movie ever? Em- Empire. Yeah, Empire, obviously. He had the least amount to do with that movie. Yeah. It was shot in a different country. He wasn't even right. there. Kushner did it all, yeah. And Kushner did all of it. And it's the best Star Wars movie. Yeah. Everybody loves and Empire. Lawrence Kasdan wrote most of the script Exactly. So, I mean, he's just, he's an amazing world builder. Just stop having him write shit. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Although, I wish he would have wrote these movies, for fuck's sakes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Although apparently his idea for the next three episode or the, the next three movies were going to be he was going to get into the microbiology of midichlorians and the force and things like that. Mm. So who the fuck knows? I mean, he probably turned into like Osmosis Jones or something like that. But... <laughs> Inner space. Mm. <laughs> Knocking on a fucking uh, bookcase from behind the wall. So yeah, I would not recommend Rise of Skywalker. Um Unless you guys really like enjoy hate watching things like I do, yeah. then in which case, by all means. But or if you just need that closure, like you said, it's the same yeah, reason I mean, we both watched it. I mean, yeah, just just to get it done with. You'll never go back to watch those oh, movies God, no, again. No. I mean, nobody will. They're just not fun. Even like the most fun one out of all three of them is probably Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And but if I want to watch, I'll just watch A New Hope. Exactly. <laughs> like, like I know we've talked before, like about watching like movies just to make fun of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't nominate any of those. Even though it would be fun, we could make some pretty good jokes about yeah. it, I bet. But it's, it's not worth it. Not, I don't like, want to sit through it. Like not enough happens in them, really, yeah. though. Like, and then, like, how many jokes can you make? Yeah, exactly. We had like, too much time to fill. Like, okay. Well, yeah, that was fun. Like, yeah. Just a lot of fucking bullshit. I'd, I'd rather watch the fucking prequels. At least then we can, like... Exactly. At yeah. least there's some fun to the prequels. Like, yeah. There's just... I don't know. It's just so soulless and empty. Ugh. I don't know. That went on for a while. I apologize. That's fine. I, yeah. I, I had to get that off my chest. I've been uh, carrying that around inside me. I've been, like I said, I've been <laughs> waiting for it too. So. I feel it in my, in, I just feel a blackness we, in my heart. We both needed this. <laughs> we needed this closure. Yeah. And now we can wait for another year, and then they'll rape my favorite era of the Star Wars. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it might universe. be a couple of years with all the COVID stuff. You think they, so? Yeah, they haven't no, even started. Like, I think Disney doesn't give a fuck. I think they're going to start fucking. They haven't even started pre-production or anything. It'll, it'll be a while. They assembly line these movies anyway. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. All right. I guess topic time now. I yeah. <laughs> Do a little break and then topic time. All right. That sounds good. We'll be right. right back with topic time. All right. So topic time. Topic time. All right. Let's do it. New cyborg technology is now moved one step closer to reality. Oh, boy. 
You're excited. I know you are. Fuck yeah, dude. I want to be a cyborg. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. I'm going to be a Robocop and shoot dudes in the dick. Researchers are taking steps toward integrating electronics with the body as part of a new cyborg technology that could enable future diagnostic monitoring. Okay. According to physics.org, a team from the University of Delaware have conducted tests to determine whether an anti-static coating would help electronic displays to be implanted into an individual's brain or muscle tissue in a less invasive manner, as the scars caused by surgically implanted systems typically prevent the device's electric signals from operating efficiently. Hmm. So we're getting a little better at, uh, you know, seeming the two worlds together between technology and anatomy. Finally. Yeah. Like, I'm ready for it, dude. I'm, like, so set up for the cyborg shit. I want it. I want to be that guy. I'll, I'll be first in line for that right. shit. Because you got to figure, you know, if it's just now starting, by the time, you know, our lifetime is coming to an end, we're not going to have to face the Skynet. Nah, dude. We'll just download our brains and, like, be the first Terminators instead. Okay. That'd yeah. Awesome. I'm down with that. <clears throat> like, fucking RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I want to be RoboCop so bad. Actually, I've already had this discussion with Emma. Did you? Yeah, whenever we watched the RoboCop remake, which I wasn't a fan of, but that doesn't matter. Oh, with uh, Joel Kinnaman or whatever? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I never saw that one. I didn't like it. Okay. But I love the original a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> and like, two is fun. Yes, two is amazing. It's not good. I said it's no, fun. It's just a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, but, like, we were sitting there watching, and, like, you know, at some point in the remake, they have the whole scene with his wife being like, oh, he's not even human anymore. I don't know if I want to do this. Something like that. I told him, I was like, if okay. I'm ever in any kind of position, I'm like, hey, you know, we can make him into, like, a robot cyborg kind of thing. I'm like, you better fucking say yes, or I'll be so goddamn pissed. Like, I totally <laughs> want to be that guy. Fucking, like, Adam Jensen from Deus Ex kind of shit. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. That's exactly what I want to be. Does this mean we can talk about Terminator now? Yeah, yeah, go okay, for it. Good. So I wanted to talk about Terminator. I said this earlier because I was watching some movie reviews the other day. and uh, I mean, they're not technically cyborgs, I guess, but, you know. No, they're, well, the liquid metal, the T-1000, was, it was a cybernetic organism made of liquid metal. <laughs> uh, but um, I was watching some movie reviews the other day just because I read Letter Media, and um, they were talking about the Terminator movies, and I'm a huge fan of of Terminator and Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Okay. I think they're fantastic movies. The first movie is just a fantastic 80s uh, action movie. Yeah, sci-fi horror. With a great sci-fi horror twist. And the second one is probably the best twist I've ever seen put on uh, on a sequel. Yeah. Where you make the main villain the good guy now. And I think Terminator 2 might be like a perfect movie. Yeah. It, there's really... I, First time you see that as a kid, your jaw drops because you're like, what? You know what's cool? Like, it's still pretty much... It holds up pretty well still. Like to this day, you can mm-hmm. watch it and it still looks pretty well done. And like, it, it's just... it's You can nitpick it a little bit, but I think honestly it's sort of a perfect movie. Like the action's done well. The writing is done well. The characters have things to do. They have emotions. They make sense. You care about them. Uh, Linda Hamilton just acts her fucking dick off in that movie. Oh, hell yeah. So attractive, too. Like, oh, my God, right? She's so hot in, in Terminator 2. It's amazing. Yeah. And then, like like I said outside, it, Terminator 2 has one of the greatest endings I've ever seen in film. With the whole, like, the Terminator being lowered into the fucking smelting yeah, pot. And, he like, knows he has to de- destroy and himself. The, yeah. And the thumbs up and all that. And it's it's one of the greatest things. Like, it's it's literally one of the greatest mo- oh, yeah. like endings for it, a movie. Ever. It'll hit you. It's so good. That score kicks in. Yes, it's so good. And then uh, I stopped watching Terminator movies when we hit Salvation. I watched Salvation. Okay. I thought it was okay. Terminator 3 
is an abortion. <laughs> it's fucking atrocious, and it also shits all over Terminator Two. Well, that's because you're a misogynist. You didn't like that female Terminator. Is it? Yeah. 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 I'm definitely a misogynist because Linda Hamilton's one of my favorite actresses of all time, and mm-hmm. I think her character is amazing. Uh, so yeah, Terminator Salvation. I stopped around then because I kind of like that movie. It's not bad. Like I said, I don't think it needed the B plot of like the whole Sam Worthington is a cyborg yeah the protector guy yeah yeah he's like a at one point he's in like a jail and they're like flaying him open and he's metal skeleton or something like that he freaks out when he finds out he's a robot or something like i don't know there's something dumb and then helena bottom carter's involved oh yeah she's like a doctor forgot about that because he's in like death row or something yeah but like i thought it was a good way to take the movies especially after they just shit the bed with terminator 3 (laughs) where it's like Forget Terminator 3. Let Terminator 2 be the end of the series. But then if you want to keep making Terminator movies to make money off of that name, because everybody loves the Terminator movies, do the early stages of John Connor of, like, fighting his way up to the role of the leader of the Resistance. And then, like, because that was... the Salvation was supposed to be the start of a new trilogy. Right. So then do that, and then the very, like, the third movie of that trilogy basically end it with him sending the T-800 back to protect him as a child. And then, like, that's a nice little bow. You've gotten three extra movies now. You've made your money. You've wrapped everything up. You haven't pissed off the fans. Like, everything's good. Instead, they made Salvation, and it, it didn't make the movie or the money they wanted it to make. So they made Genesis, which I didn't see. Yeah, about what, eight years later. Yeah, I've heard a synopsis. It's pretty bonkers. Pretty dude. fucking stupid and terrible. I'm going to have to watch it at some point. You really are, yeah. You get uh, to see the opening of Terminator like seven different times. Yeah. Which, I mean, I love the opening of Terminator, so I'm yeah. fine with it. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. You, you say that now. But. My favorite thing about Genesis, uh, with them doing the opening of Terminator, mm-hmm. is the fact that they're late to get uh, Kyle Reese, even though they've been waiting for like 20 years to pick him up, <laughs> yeah. and they're like an hour and a half late. It's like, you've had 20 years to plan for this, and you like fucking got stuck in traffic? Like, what the fuck happened? It's the middle of, it's the, middle of the night. There's no traffic. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why are we late? You didn't. Did you forget daylight savings time? What, like what the fuck? But uh, so yeah, that movie happened, and then that was so bad that they made another Terminator movie like a year later. <laughs> well, it was more than that. That was, that was just last year, right? Was it just? I don't remember. I think so. Yeah. Because then they made Dark Fate, which yeah. was Cameron, I think, coming back to it. Yeah. And it's he wanted to rewrite everything. He said he went back to the end of two. Yeah, because he it, did the first two. Yeah, it's a direct sequel to Terminator Two. And it does the same thing in that it shits all over the ending of Terminator 2. Oh, really? See, I haven't seen that one yet. From what I've heard, anyway. I haven't okay. seen it yet. But I, I was hearing a synopsis about it and things like that. Or now it's like a different uh, thing. Like, there's been a, just a shit ton of Terminators being sent back in time. And Linda Hamilton's hunting them the whole time. And there's now a new savior of the human race. And it, it basically, because the whole point of Terminator 2 is no fate but what we make. And then all of these movies show that no matter what you do, Skynet happens anyway. So it's like, okay, let's, yeah, that award-winning movie that we made that literally everyone loves, fuck that. Let's, we need money. Fuck luck and shit. James Cameron needs to go fucking dive deeper down in the ocean. Let's go ahead and shit on all the stuff that he's done that's good, because he needs to make 12 more fucking Avatar movies. Like the piece of shit that he is. So yeah, anyway, if you guys uh, are bored, go watch Terminator 2. It's, it's, it's always worth it. I could watch that movie once a week. Fucking movie rules. I think I did when I was like nine years old. I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I know I had it on VHS. I watched the shit out of it. It's more crazy. New stories. 
I don't know if you heard, but Galactus is coming. Excellent. The scientists have found a mysterious heartbeat that was detected inside of a cosmic cloud. <laughs> what else could it be? I mean, it's it's 2020, so we might as well. Yeah. As I say, I think I'm going to be on uh, Galactus's side. Okay. I'm going to make sure that he destroys all of us. Me, me included. I'm just kind of done with all of us. Sure. We keep shitting on fucking Terminator 2. Yeah. And we're making terrible Star Wars movies. I'm kind of done. I can't gonna, fight it anymore, yeah. Yeah. I'm going get, to get in my DeLorean with my giant white snake dog thing from the Never Any Story and uh, Andre the Giant. We're going to go help Galactus destroy all of us. So <laughs> you guys are welcome. Yeah, news spread of a heartbeat being detected in a mysterious cosmic gas cloud 15,000 light years from Earth in the system designated S-433. The cloud, which is otherwise unremarkable, seems to be beating along with the rhythm of a neighboring black hole, researchers say. As such, they appear to be connected to each other. The researchers have written a new journal paper. But it is not clear how the gamma ray heartbeat of the cloud can be connected to the black hole, which lies 100 light years away. Gamma ray. That's how the Hulk got made. Yeah. So as soon as Twitter found out, they all said it was going to be Galactus coming. <laughs> you know, that's very 2020. So. I mean, I can't. Fuck it. Why not? Who cares? Well, the Green Lantern come in. It'll be cool. Yeah. It'll be fun. Everybody will love it. Uh, fucking. I, I mean, I I won't because I'm going inside. But mm. you know. Yeah. It's, it's it's cool. I'm gonna be the bad guy. I'm gonna be the. You could be the Herald. Yeah. I'm Silver Server. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. Can I be Silver? Oh, worth it. I'll Norn Rad, baby. Yeah, I'll kill all of you guys to be the Silver Server. I'm fine <laughs> with that. That's awesome. He's not joking, though. He's yeah. <laughs> fucking right. God, no. Don't, don't give him that option. That guy had the coolest powers of just not being, like, it's the same thing with, like, Ray, which is his powers are whatever they need to be <laughs> yeah. at, that to- at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I, I can do that. Sure. It's cool. Speaking of cool, this next one is really awesome. We keep bringing it up like every few months how just fucking so cool Lego is. Mm. And now they've even topped themselves again when you think they can't. Lego has launched a set of Braille bricks for children with vision impairment to learn how to read and write in Braille. Fuck yeah. So, you know, like the little raised bumps on the top of Lego bricks? Yeah. We're looking at it right now here. So they've, like, normally you have them all, like, evenly spaced out so you can build stuff on top of them and stuff. Mm. Now the raised (laughs) bumps are spelling the different Braille letters. Ah, And so they're using it to teach kids how to read and write inside of Braille in 11 different languages across 20 different countries. When I first read that 11 different languages, I thought it said elven languages, and I was like, fucking awesome. (laughs) I can learn elven from Lego? cooler. I get to play with my Legos and play Lord of the Rings? Like, fucking (laughs) way to be. Life is happy. No, No, that's fucking badass, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, you can't build with these, but at least they can have some fun. Right. Oh, they can get to spell out words. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. To learn to read and write. I'm gonna spell Communicate with each other. J.J. Abrams sucks. I'm going <laughs> to put it on a thing and stick it to the wall behind me. I just thought that was really neat. Oh, that's awesome. Like, fucking Lego is always just, like, cool. Yeah. Like, everybody loves Lego. If you don't like Lego, you can get to a fuck. Stop listening to this podcast. You're not allowed to listen to this podcast if you don't like Legos. Okay. Fuck off. We'll go ahead and pause while everybody quits. You're some fucking Mega Blocks asshole. Fuck <laughs> off. Duplo. Smack you right the teeth. <laughs> We're going to move into some comic book news now. Usually I save those for the end, but these are all pretty cool, so I wanted to throw them out. So the first one, it's a series called Nocturnal. Have you heard of this yet? So uh, two classic Batman creators are going to unite for a new horror comic. Oh, I already saw the first name. Yep. Scott Snyder. Yep. That's my boy. And Tony Daniel. Excellent. They've both been pivotal roles in the Batman franchise. Um, so they're going to create a new horror comic called Nocturnal. It's coming from Image. 
okay. as part of Snyder's new imprint, Best Jacket Press. The series is set in a world where the sun's light mysteriously vanished ten years ago. This never-ending shroud of darkness transforms humans into terrifying shades and forces survivors to hide from the monsters all around the world. The only way to travel safely is by enlisting the aid of, quote, ferrymen who travel in illuminated transport vehicles. The series' main protagonist, Valentina Val Riggs, is one such ferryman, and she takes on a new job with the promise of a true sanctuary awaiting on the other side of the Rocky Mountains. Okay. It's like Book of Eli. A little bit, yeah. But check out some of this art, dude. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, it looks a lot like the uh, a lot of the Blackest Night art. I kind of like it. Right on. I mean, I like, mean, just with those creators, you'd rear on board, I know. Yeah, no, I, I, I will read anything Scott Snyder does. Like, mm-hmm. he could do a fucking cookbook, and I would read it. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm in. And also with something new, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Speaking of sort of new, this next one, it was intriguing. I'm waiting to see what your uh, your take on this is going to be. So this is another new comic coming out it's called new. <laughs> called The OZ. It's going to be a fantasy war comic combining Mad Max and The Wizard of Oz. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> that is two things you could mix. That yeah. is true. I I agree. What the fuck? <laughs> it's it's a an emotionally charged take on The Wizard of Oz. Basically, picture L. Frank Baum's classic fantasy story by way of Mad Max Fury Road, and you'll have some idea of what to expect from the new limited series. Okay. Uh, this is an IGN article. They exclusively debuted two covers in the first 11 pages of the first issue, which we'll look at some in just a second. Uh, it's written by David Papos, whom you may remember from Spencer and Locke. We brought that up oh, at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Which is like a mashup of Calvin and Hobbes with Sin City. Yeah. So this is a dark That's reimagining. Back. Yeah. Dark reimagining of the Oz mythos. Readers will learn the surprisingly bleak consequences of Dorothy Gale killing the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> the resulting power vacuum has led to years of civil war and magical bloodshed. <laughs> Oz is now known as the Occupied Zone, oh, and it falls on Dorothy's granddaughter, an Iraq war veteran with a bad case of PTSD, to bring peace to the war-torn realm. Yeah, fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Occupied Zone is really clever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like. I mean, I'm I'm fucking in. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I'm in. Let's do it. I'll read it. And then the last piece of comic book news is also pretty darn cool. They're going to do a new Wolverine comic. Excellent. It's going to be drawn in all black and white, with only blood red as the only color. Oh, that Kurosawa. Showing the gory side of the iconic X-Man. Thank you. So it's literally called Wolverine: colon, Black, White, and Blood. Nice. And as the name suggests, the series is marked by a distinctive art style rendered only in shades of black, white, and red. Uh, First issue is going to feature three short stories, a Weapon X tale from Gary Duggan, a Wolverine and Nick Fury-centric spy op story from Matthew Rosenberg, and uh, a tale set in the era of Grant Morrison's new X-Men from writer-artist Declan Shelley. That was really good. Mm -hmm. So check out some of this art. Yeah, Wolverine's one of my favorite Marvel characters. Oh, hell yeah. Wendigo. Schnicked. Always. Always gotta get that schnicked in there. That's mm-hmm. I love anything that involves uh, fucking uh, Weapon X shit. Like, yeah. I just always love the, the Weapon X shit. With Seeing through his eyes with the blood fury. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm in. Yeah. I love Wolverine, and I like when they go back to gory Wolverine. Like, that's something that he kind of needs. Oh, yeah, just feral. Like, it's, it's, like it's part of the character. It's yeah. his whole thing. Yeah. yeah, like, it's like his main power, basically, is like the feral blood vision, fucking uh, 
fury attacks. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not even a big Wolverine guy, but I love fucking Wolverine. Or, or I'm not a big Marvel guy, but I love Wolverine. Yeah. And we can't really talk comics without mentioning the passing of Chadwick oh, Boseman. Yeah, yeah you, you know. Chaddy uh, Bose is gone. Yeah. This was pretty cool. This is an article, a bunch of different like people that worked with him and stuff like that and giving him tributes on Twitter and stuff. But the one that really hit me and got my heart, and we've talked about it before, they're such high class. It was DC Comics. Even tweeted out to a hero oh, who shit. transcends universe, Wakanda forever, rest in power. Nice. Isn't that, I mean, that's just so classy, dude. If only, like... As much as they war against each other, like, they love each other, too. Like, if DC could make movies as well as they do their Twitter, I would be so happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's clearly, it's sad that Chadwick Boseman died. He's a yeah. fucking amazing actor. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... I mean, we I, talked about the same thing after Stan Lee died. They had a great tribute to him, too, oh, you yeah, know? Like, no, DC no. and Marvel, like, as much as they war against each other there's there's a lot of love well, like, like the whole thing they're supposed to war against each other but it's like there, there's a healthy risk respect towards each other yeah <clears throat> dc fi- or marvel finally got captain marvel back they don't have to get we got shazam it's fine mm-hmm. they don't have anything to get mad about anymore fucking pussies <laughs> <laughs> with your fucking million dollar movies and yeah. shit we can't even get one good batman movie how crazy was it though that this this dude was just doing superhero movies? Yeah, no, he just had while like cancer, cancer for like four yeah. fucking years and just didn't tell anybody. Yeah. but was doing a shit ton of stuff for kids with cancer and yeah. stuff like that, which was like amazing. And staying in amazing shape, didn't miss a day of set, you know, on set of the no, film. He was a fucking worker, man. Yeah. He was awesome. He was a good dude. He was an amazing actor too. Oh like, yeah. It's sad that people only know him for the Black Panther. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's a really good fucking actor, and he did a lot of good shit. Mm-hmm. Moving on to some movie news. It's your boy James Gunn, though. I do like James Gunn. His Suicide Squad is going to be a gritty war movie with exploding genitals. Yeah, just like RoboCop. (laughs) (laughs) James Gunn revealed the first behind-the-scenes footage for his upcoming Suicide Squad movie, which is being described as, quote, a gritty 1970s war movie. Okay. How many Suicide Squad movies are we going to get now? Mm. This will be the third one? Yeah, well, if you count the animated, yeah. Because there was the Birds of Prey Oh, so I guess yeah. it wasn't technically a Suicide Squad movie, right, but they right. tried to sell it as one. Yeah, kind of. Which was a dumb idea anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I like James Gunn a lot, and I think he's a fantastic movie uh, movie maker. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of doing a gritty 70s war movie, but you still have to have like uh, kind of a bit of tongue-in-cheek sort of fun with it, too, at the same time. Like, yeah. make it gritty, but it needs to also sort of know what movie it is. I don't know. We'll 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 see. They'll either they'll let James Gunn be creative and try some shit. I mean, it's what it sounds like here. The humor present in the behind the scenes seems to indicate that Gunn will be keeping his comedic sensibilities and action showmanship that he owned on Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Then this might work. That if they legit, I mean, I guess James Gunn has kind of earned his laurels. They might let him just fucking create shit. Yeah. Because you got to think like back to the Guardians movies. The first one that was kind of a big leap. That was a very oh, yeah. different kind of movie. And it's literally one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah, I, I like the Guardians movies more than most of the other Marvel movies. Yeah. So if they let him be creative and take some chances, yes. If they get a bunch of fucking bullshit uh, test screeners in there and corporate media idiots, it's going to suck. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see on that one. I don't know. And the next one, I just kind of found a... Like a summary article just to kind of go through all the fandom stuff from oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a couple yeah, weekends ago. The, the big thing. Yeah. So uh, we'll just do a quick recap here. 
Uh, Cheeto was revealed in the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. Okay, that, that didn't take long to get mm. her biggest uh, villain involved. So. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Wiig is going to be playing her in a fully transformed state, allowing her to travel at incredible speeds and scale walls. Hmm. Kristen Wiig. Mm-hmm. Not a bad choice. Okay. I guess we're going to see on that. Yeah. Do we want to watch the trailer or do you want to just wait? Nah, just okay. Uh, Gotham Knights game has yeah. been announced. Oh, yeah, no, I, I know all about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently Batman is dead, and you're going to be controlling either Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing, or Red Hood. Yeah, and it's almost like a like an RPG, sort mm-hmm. of. Almost like Doom-esque, or not Doom, uh, Diablo-esque. Okay. Like uh, beat-em-up action RPG. Interesting. Uh, I'm not against it, I'm also... There's no way they have the balls to keep Batman dead through the whole game, yeah. so he'll come back at some point, we all know that. Yeah. But, Would uh, Red Hood really team up with these people? Uh, he has before. Has he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that and they were trying to keep with what everyone they had in the Arkham universe. So. Okay. Which that's mm-hmm. what like everybody from the Arkham games was super pissed because they thought we were gonna get another Batman game. But yeah. It's not the Arkham universe games, which I'm fine with. I feel like they tied a bow pretty well on those. Apparently, the end of it teased that the the Court of Owls are the ones involved with the reason yeah. why he's dead. Yeah, so. well, they've been teasing the Court of Owls things for like six or seven months now. At this yeah, point. yeah, we mentioned that on a few podcasts. And I love the Court of Owls shit. So, yeah. in fact, that's Jason Todd teams up with them during the Court of Owls stuff. So. Oh, really? Okay. So it's set to release in twenty twenty one for PS five, Xbox Series X, and then the old generation also PS four and Xbox One, as well as PC. Yeah, I mean, we all know I'm going to buy this. It doesn't mm, matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a full cast reveal for Suicide Squad from James Gunn. Okay. Uh, Idris Elba is playing the character Bloodsport, okay. who I've never heard of. Uh, John Cena is Peacemaker. Nathan Fillion is TDK. TDK. Pete mm-hmm. Davidson's Blackguard. Nice. Michael Rooker is Savant. Hey, James Gunn brought Michael Rooker back. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we still don't know who Taika Waititi's playing. Hitler. <laughs> Margo's coming back as Harley Quinn. That makes sense. Viola Davis is back as Amanda Waller. Right. Jai Courtney's back as Captain Boomerang. No need for that. Joel Kinnaman's back as Rick Flagg. No need for that either. Those two uh, guys are so empty actors that they, they don't need to be there. Yeah. We got some guys I've never heard of playing Polka Dot Man. I've never heard of okay. that guy. Uh, Ratcatcher 2. Oh. Well, uh, I know the first Ratcatcher, and I've seen some of his other stuff. Okay. Yeah, Rat Ratcatcher's a Batman villain. Gotcha. He's actually right. kind of cool. Comedian Steve Agee did the mocap for King Shark. Oh. Uh, Sean Gunn, of course, did the mocap for Weasel. <laughs> um, the rest oh. of them we already oh, mentioned. Peter, oh, Peter Capaldi yeah, is the thinker. Peter Capaldi, okay. Alice Braga is Soul Soria. Not sure how that is. Yeah. A lot of these characters I don't really know. Okay. Yeah, no, it seems like they're going kind of deep cuts, which mm-hmm. i got to respect. Right. And the, a lot of people were theorizing with so many people that like they're going to be some expendable people. To, you know. Oh, yeah. It's Obviously. the Suicide Squad. We're going to get some dead bodies yeah, here. So you poke it up, man. It's probably not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, most of these people in the bottom, I'm sure. Savant will probably make it because you don't want to waste Michael Rooker. So he'll probably at least get to the end. Yeah. Uh, Rick Flagg is going to die like within 10 minutes, though, right? Because he's fucking a useless character. Oh, nobody cares about I would think. <clears throat> I mean, he just got seducted by Enchantress was all he did in the yeah, first one. So. He'll just be the first one to die. <laughs> to, like, blown in the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, more news. We got a Static Shock movie coming. Fuck yeah. I don't know who that is. Love but... Static Shock. Oh, is he cool? Fuck yeah, he's awesome. Okay. He had a fucking uh, animated series when I was in, like, middle school that I fucking loved. Okay. He's also the first superhero I've ever seen who was smart enough to realize that if you can control electricity, you also get to control magnetic uh, magnetism. 
Oh, okay. He was like one of the first heroes I ever saw work that shit out, which is something I always thought about with like people running electricity. Like, why don't they like, magnetize shit? And, like, nice. Pull guns out of people's hands and shit. Yeah, no, no casting announcement, but he will be getting a movie, and he's coming back as a new comic. Oh, yeah, under the milestone well, comics well they had to recast it it's gonna be chadwick boseman like, oh, <laughs> fuck uh find somebody else we got a teaser trailer for the snyder cut okay. uh, it's actually going to be part of a mini series oh. it's going to be four one-hour episodes coming out on hbo max i guess i should rewatch that movie before the snyder cut comes out yeah i've, I've watched it once i don't really remember it that much it was kind of yeah I don't like it. <laughs> and the big, uh, big announcement from that teaser is the dark side's actually going to be in it this oh, time. That's smart. Instead of just being mentioned, <laughs> instead of just taking your, one of your biggest villains and the whole reason for having a Justice League anyway. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, no, that that makes sense. Okay. okay. Obviously, they would cut that out. Why would they not? Uh, we got some Black Adam story details in a little teaser for trailer for that movie. Everybody's excited for Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Even dudes who aren't even into superheroes are want to watch Black Adam. He's going to be facing off against the Justice Society of America. Ooh, nice. Which includes Adam Smasher, played by Noah Centineo, as well as the newly announced Hawkman, Dr. Fate, and Cyclone. Nice. I like Dr. Fate a lot. Do you? Mm. Okay. Black Adam is slated for December of next year. Nice. And the last announcement here is uh, Rocksteady's yeah, Suicide, Suicide Squad yeah. Kill the Justice League. It looks pretty much like the bad version, and by bad I mean like the bad guys version of Gotham Knights. Okay. <laughs> like, it looks pretty similar. Yeah, so instead of the Bat Family, this time you're taking control of Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark. I'm getting tired of them shoving Captain Boomerang down my face. A little bit. I was never a fan of him to begin with. I wasn't a Flash reader, and mm-hmm. Captain Boomerang can suck my ass. But uh, I don't need him in every game. There's other members of the Suicide Squad. I don't need fucking Captain Boomerang. Yeah. But I'm still going to play this game. It <laughs> it's oh, got, it's, it's uh, got my girlfriend in it. I have to play it. We got the first trailer for The Batman. Yep. How'd, how'd you like that? I don't, I don't know, man. I, everybody else on the internet was all like, their, their dicks were so hard for this. That, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it looks okay. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not. So here's the thing. Okay. I've been talking shit on this movie for a while. You really have. And uh, I'm still think it's going to be shit. And I don't think Robert Pattinson is a good choice for Batman. I think he's way too skinny. Like, you've seen him in the suits. Like, even when they do, like, the hard-ass beatdown he has in the movie, hmm. or, or in the trailer, I mean. Like, it's like everybody else is letting him beat somebody up. Like, he doesn't look like the imposing Batman type. Even though that apparently this movie is supposed to take, like, the role that I've always wanted them to go back to with Batman, which is the world's greatest detective. Hmm. I don't know. It essentially looks like they're going to try to rip off Batman Year 2. Yeah. Like how Christopher Nolan ripped off Batman Year 1. Mm-hmm. And we all know how I felt about Batman Begins, so... I don't know. We'll watch it. There'll be worse movies out there. They'll be better. I really hate the fucking bicycle helmet bat uh, bat cow though. Yeah, and it makes me want to scream. Okay. Speaking of what making you, you want to scream, it, I thought it was kind of neat. Uh, I really like Colin Farrell being in it, and I think Paul Dano is going to be a pretty good Riddler. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I, I think it's definitely got too much villain in it. Yeah, like, we don't need, you know. Riddler, Penguin, and Catwoman. I agree. That's that's definitely never been the answer for a, a, any superhero movie to add more villains into it. What do you mean? Batman and Robin was awesome. Yeah, so it was Spider-Man 3. I forgot. <laughs> I like Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> 
just... It suffered from villain overload. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, gotta... it's because it was supposed to be two separate movies. Yeah. Um, but uh, fucking Fox, right? It was Fox? Sony. That? Yeah, Sony wanted to sell more fucking toys. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I I like some of the things they're doing with it. I'm still not a fan of Pattinson as the bat. I don't like Pattinson at all. <laughs> Maybe he'll blow me out of the water. Uh, let's see, fucking, like you said, kind of villain overload. Also, I don't know if you're trying to do this whole like, because what it seems like to me, they're trying to do like a Batman Year Two slash Year One kind of thing. Where, mm-hmm. He is the bat now, so I mean we'll we'll, we'll still get the scene of uh, Martha and Thomas getting killed. Cause right, of you course. Have to do that in a Batman movie, yeah, otherwise it's it doesn't. Contractually count. required, yeah. But it's like if you're gonna do that and like do him building up to be like the Batman that we know, mm-hmm. you don't need big villains. Then you can have him just be like a detective, like film noir kind of style. You don't need to throw in the the villains. You can save those for your next movie. Yeah, because you know they wrote this to have a sequel. That's all they ever do nowadays. Yeah. And speaking of sequels, your favorite show is getting a season three for Titans, God. adding Red Hood, Barbara Gordon, and Scarecrow to the cast. I like Scarecrow. Yeah. And I like Barbara Gordon. And I like Red Hood. Oh, I. Oh, they're, they actually are bringing Jason back, huh? Hmm. So, Titans will undergo a major shift in location for season three as the team heads to Gotham City and oh, encounters sure. several major Batman characters. Curran Walters will return as Jason Todd, though he won't be wearing the Robin costume this time around. Instead, Jason will become Red Hood, suggesting he'll have had his fateful run-in with the Joker at some point between Seasons 2 and 3. I thought they already did that in Season 2. Didn't they vote on it on Twitter or something? We talked well, about yeah. this on the... Season 2 already flirted with the possibility okay. of killing Jason, even invoking the infamous 1-900 poll that led to his death in the comics, but the character was ultimately spared and returned to his normal duties as Batman's sidekick at the end of the season. Ah, okay. So, spoiler alert, sorry. So, yeah, that'll be like the whole fucking season that has probably become the Red Hood, I would mm-hmm. assume. Yeah. Season 3 also introduces Barbara Gordon, although the role is yet to be cast. Okay. In this universe, Barbara has given up the mantle of Batgirl in favor of replacing her father as commissioner of the GCPD. Oh. Needless to say, she's not thrilled about being reunited with Dick Grayson and having the Titans stirring up trouble in the city. Okay, so she's no longer Batgirl, mm-hmm. and she's going to be commissioner. So I guess they're skipping over the whole killing joke thing, so there's no Oracle. Must be. Okay. Speaking of trouble, though, it appears that Scarecrow will be one of the major villains. This role is also yet to be cast, but we know Dr. Jonathan Crane will take on a Hannibal Lecter-esque role as an Arkham Asylum inmate who consults on different cases for the GCPD. It's hmm. probably safe to assume Crane will escape and resume tormenting the city with fear gas before the season ends. And we wouldn't be surprised right. to see Ian Glenn reprise his role as Bruce Wayne either. Right. I guess, I, mean, I don't know, Jonathan Crane is a Hannibal Lecter type. Yeah. I, I get. I, technically he's a psychologist, but I don't know. Eh, I don't know about that. Whole Barbara Gordon thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes it sound like Barbara's going to be like older than Dick, which would <laughs> yeah. be weird because like they're supposed to be about the same age. Yeah. Like, in fact, I think Grayson's a little bit older than Babs, at least in the comics. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what they do. I haven't even watched the first season yet. Right. Cause I just uh... B plot of the season will also deal heavily with the rivalry between Starfire and her sister Blackfire. Uh oh. So. Exciting stuff. Yeah, I mean, we'll eventually have to... Still no date on the premiere yet, but Still no it'll be date well on... into 2021. Still no date on when we're going to watch this fucking movie either. Yeah. <laughs> this TV show either, so... Yeah, some more TV news. Stranger Things. 
Season four apparently will not be the last. Oh. The Duffer Brothers have confirmed that we know what the end is and we know when it is, and this is not it yet. I haven't watched season three yet, so. Season three was really good. Was it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Season two kind of like, I don't even think I finished season two. It sort of like. It really tapers off, yeah. So I was like, eh, and we just sort of stopped watching. I love season one. Right, yeah. Season one was amazing. So, yeah, what I'll say is power through two because three is very good. Okay. But then I'm getting kind of down on this. I don't know. These kids are getting way too fucking old, you know? Right. You gotta go quick whenever you want to capture kid stuff, man. They're gonna turn this into like uh, it, where they're gonna have like a, a chapter two, where they'll be like growing up. They must, yeah. Point. That's also how many fucking different extra dimensional beings can escape from this rift, and like how many times are we gonna do this? Yeah, yeah. That... Turn into fucking supernatural. Where yeah, it's just like it the really same is. Fucking story every time. Mm-hmm. What's Eleven gonna do to save them this time? Like I don't know. I just, you know, I honestly, I don't even think we needed a season two. Not really, I but like I said, three so three good. is very good. You, okay. You'll like it. I'll get to it. Yeah, <laughs> I get so much other shit I gotta watch. Yep, I get shit I gotta watch tomorrow, bro. Including fucking, our next article. Fucking boys is dropping. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry for making the draft on that same night. You'll power through those three episodes though before that. So probably. Yeah. We got some more news on the stand. Oh. CBS All Access revealed that there will be a December 2020 premiere date. Excellent. Uh, first episode is coming Thursday, December 17th. Okay. New episodes will then continue to air every Thursday. Bastards. With the series spanning nine episodes in total. So you got to wait about eight weeks and then sign up for the free trial and then yeah. watch them all. That's exactly what I want to do. Yep. But uh, some new news to me. It's including a brand new finale storyline written by King himself. So oh. he's rewritten the ending for well, it. Well, if there's one thing Stephen King's good at, it's not writing endings. So mm. this should be a lot of fun. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking shit. He's my favorite writer of all time. But yeah. he cannot write an ending to save his life. And the rest of this article kind of goes on to say, you know, hey, these are the people that were cast. We haven't got a teaser yet, but we expect one soon. And then, like, a week after this article, we got the teaser. So, have you seen oh, this yet? No, I haven't yet. Let's All right. Check let's check this out. this out. Yeah. Pretty good. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, not too much news or anything. Just, you know, a little teaser. A little, a little, oh, it should little, be fun. little cock tease for it. Yeah. We got a little bit of uh, the Skarsgård as Randall Flagg in there. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to have to put a towel down on the couch whenever we watch yep. the show with Scotch Emma. guard that shit yeah, up. Yeah. She's going to fuck it up. <laughs> you might want to watch it weekly. That way, you just kind of spread it out. Otherwise, she's going to dehydrate. <laughs> just hook her up to an IV. There you go. <laughs> well, I thought it was pretty neat, though. Uh, yeah. The next bit of TV news I know you're going to be really excited for. It's your boy Nick Cage doing oh, his yeah. Nick Cage stuff. Love Have you heard Nick his newest Cage. announcement here? He's voicing the lead character in a series where he is a vodka-swilling, TV-loving dragon who lives in seclusion in the Louisiana bayou. I'm fucking so in already. I... That that can't scream more than Nick Cage than anything like that. It's fucking it's awesome. This guy's yeah. the man. Like, I don't know why people talk shit on him. Right. Like, he's awesome. So he's gonna do that alongside being cast as Joe Exotic for an eight episode TV <laughs> series from Imagine Television. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Can you see him in that role? I know Fuck you're. Yeah, it's Nick Cage. You can see him in any role. Yeah. That's what he does. Is it gonna be good? We'll see. But mm. he'll do it. You want to talk about giving a hundred percent every time? Fucking Nick Cage gives a hundred and ten percent. That guy comes there to work. <laughs> Fucking love Nick Cage. Sick of all this shit about people talking shit on him. Yeah. Oh, he's a shitty actor. Like, no, he just he picks shitty movies because he's the only actor in Hollywood who enjoys his job and realizes how fucking easy it is. So he's like, <laughs> yeah, let's do that. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Make more money. 
Yeah, this is going to be a new Amazon show called High Fire, which is set in a world where dragons once ruled the earth and Lord High Fire ruled the dragons. Now, however, all High Fire rules is his shack in Honey Island Swamp. He goes by the name Vern, spends his days hiding out among the alligators, watching cable TV and drinking obscene amounts of vodka. <laughs> Vern's world soon collides with that of Squib, a teenager mixed up in running booze for the local mob, and their mutual struggle for survival becomes entangled in a most unlikely friendship. I'm in. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Your boy Mike Flanagan oh. coming back with a second season of Haunting of, well, not Hill House this time. This is the Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh. So they're keeping the anthology thing going. Same actors, but completely different roles. You don't have to have watched the first one at all. Okay. Uh, check out this trailer, dude. You're going to love this. Fuck yeah. Isn't that cool? Fuck yeah. What does, like, ready to look over my shoulder. That was already yeah. making me antsy. I'm fucking yeah. dead. I love it. I know. So, I mean, you read through the story. It sounds a little cliche. It's going to be loosely based on the 1898 horror novel, The Turn of the Screw by okay. Henry James. Yeah. So you can expect creepy children singing creepy songs, playing with creepy dolls. A beautiful but creepy country estate and some very creepy things moving around in the dark. Oh shit, the Hollywood bad, bad boy Raul Coley in this motherfucker. You see that? Yeah. The estate chef. I mean, yeah, yeah here's the thing. It's a little cliche, but mm -hmm. fucking scary dolls always work. Oh man. hell yeah. It works so good. I mean, though. Yeah. I gotta fucking watch that Haunting on Hill House one, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, it's very good. I gotta get some time to do it. So this one is set in 1980s England after an au pair's tragic death... <gasps> Henry Wingrave hires a young American nanny to care for his orphaned niece and nephew, who reside at Bly Manor with the estate chef, Owen, groundskeeper Jamie, and housekeeper Mrs. Gross. But all is not as it seems as the manor, and centuries of dark secrets of love and lore, or, or love and loss, sorry, are waiting to be unearthed in this chilling gothic romance. At Bly Manor, dead doesn't mean gone. <gasps> Fuck yeah. I was getting some, like, uh, shining vibes from it, too, a little bit. Like, some, yeah. like, the, like, long hallway shots and mm -hmm. stuff. Well, I mean, he did Dr. Sleep, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ah, that's awesome, though, Yeah. Man. I fucking love it. I love it already. See, this, I think this is the way towards the future you should start going, is doing anthologies. Mm -hmm. Like, do a great one season. You know, you get nine, ten hours. Yeah. You tell a great story in that. Yeah. And then you can wrap it up in 10 hours and then tell another great story. Have kind of the same feel. You know, do do your genre you like and things exactly. like that. But hey, let's tell some stories, dog. And, and Flanagan knows what he's doing, too. Like, you know, just oh, how he yeah. took Dr. Sleep and kind of married the Shining movie and Shining book together yeah. like they should be. Yeah, he walked that line so yeah. beautifully. This time he says uh, Bly Manor is going to draw from more than one of James's stories Ooh. and is going to use the turning of the screw novel as a jumping off point for the Haunted House tale. It's a good book. It's a cool way to expand on some of the things I loved about season one, but within the framework of a new story without having to be restrained by the decisions we made last time. For Henry James fans, it's going to be pretty wild, and for people who aren't familiar with his work, it's going to be un unbelievably scary. <laughs> I already think it's much scarier than season one, so I'm very excited about it. I fucking love it. Is Flanagan just like the new horror director now? Or I think so. Think he's just the guy now? Yeah. That's, that's who you go to when you want a really well-done horror film? Yep. Him or Ari Aster. So. Fair. But yeah, this is uh, the, this season, Haunting of Bly Manor, is going to drop on October 19th, or not 9th, sorry. Perfect. October so the fun. 9th. We're getting so close to the spooky season, bro. Yeah. You can oh, feel it in the air. Be feel, I'm going to fill my fucking house with horror movies. <laughs> fucking hide, have panic attacks. It's going to be awesome. I love it. And this next one, I think Wizards of the Coast has been reading your brain. Oh, really? Yeah. I think they're going to try to convince you to be a Magic the Gathering player. Oh, no. I already have so many expensive hobbies. I, I know. Get another one. But Magic the Gathering has revealed the next three sets. 
going to be Vikings, Vampires, and Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh, I do like Vikings. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm gonna have to finally fucking do it. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Just buy it just for the art. Just like put yeah. it in like a little like plastic sleeve. Mm-hmm. And, again, hang it behind me on the wall or something just so it looks cool. There you go. Yeah. Before once we start doing like webcams on this shit. <laughs> yeah. Wizards of the Coast also owns the Dungeons and Dragons license, so oh, they're okay. finally right bringing the two together. That's I think fun. they did a, a guidebook for D and D with the Magic Universe last year. Oh. And so now this okay. time they're taking D and D and bringing it into Magic. I mean, I gotta assume there's a pretty big overlap between, like, Magic players and D&D players. I would think so, yeah. I've never played Magic. I've had a lot of friends who played mm-hmm. Magic the Gathering. Uh, yeah. Like, I obviously have a lot of friends who play D&D. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's gotta be a pretty big and, overlap on yeah. that. It's, it's smart to finally start, like, taking advantage of that. And it makes sense, too. Like, the, the backstory of Magic, like, the actual lore is, like, planeswalkers, like, jumping from planet to planet. Right. And, you know, trying to harness the power of nature to take over their world, so. Okay. Yeah, I remember my, uh... Buddy Mikey was super into magic and was oh, like, really? always trying to get me into it. I'm like, bro, I got like, I get so many other expensive shit that I'm into. <laughs> it's like, because like, you know, he didn't really collect comic books or anything like that. Didn't watch yeah. a lot of movies. Like, he watched movies, but he didn't like buy movies all the time like I did or play as many games as I did. Also wasn't a big drinker. So I was like, man, you don't realize how much money I'm spending. Like, I can't get into this shit. This is too much. <laughs> I can't. They look cool. The cards are fun, but I just, I can't. I ain't got the, like, I ain't got the money, dog. That's awesome, though. That yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Moving into some actual video games. We're going to finally turn you into a Pokemon Go type player. Hell yeah. Oh, I've heard about this. The yes. new game, The Witcher Monster Slayer, is a mobile AR game. Oh, I can't wait for this. So you're going to walk around. You get to be the Witcher, taking down different enemies and beasts and monsters. Yep, I'm going to be gone. See y'all later when this motherfucker comes out. Is it, uh, say when it's coming out? Uh, later this year, I think. Hmm. Preparation is key in order to defeat tougher enemies, as players will need to brew powerful potions and oils, craft bombs and monster bait, and upgrade their character before putting these beasts to the sword and signs in first-person AR yeah, combat. You guys, like, you guys actually never played a fucking Witcher game. You gotta know what you're up against. Yeah. You take your potions, you wipe your oils on your fucking sword, and you go to work. Killing monsters will allow you to take trophies as proof of your conquest, akin yeah, to Geralt. So witchers do. Mm-hmm. It's not just Geralt. All witchers do that. Read a book, or the seven of them. <laughs> It'll feature story quests based on narratives from the mainline series, so it'll presumably be a little more lore-focused than something like Pokemon Go. Yay! However, like Pokemon Go, Monster Slayer does use a real-life map of your local area as the basis for the gameplay, with a fantasy-like skin. Monster battles will look similar to the Niantic Games catching mechanic, albeit with a big sword. Uh, release date has yet to be announced, but we're, oh, it's revealed later this year. Okay. I'm so. in. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Another big reveal from Gamescom. We got our first look at Dragon Age 4. Oh, yeah. During the opening night, executive producer Mark Dara and other developers at the studio discussed the series, showed new concept art from the game, new in-development footage, and discussed the game's goals, and showed off the return of love-hate character Solas? Solas? Solas. Solas. Yeah, he was, uh... I know he was in Dragon Age Inquisition. I think he was in the other ones, too. I think he was in two? I don't have Alex with me. Alex would know all these. I need to ask them. We'll have to get them on the podcast at some point and talk about Dragon Age. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, ex- I'm excited for Dragon Age, man. Okay. I, I like all the Dragon Age games. Footage apparently shows a variety of new locations, including what may be an underwater realm. <gasps> and we glimpsed new characters, Balaria and Davrin, and their voice actors, Ji Young Han and Ike Amaldi. Okay. I don't know. 
As for a plot, we didn't learn much, but Bioware wants to create a story about what happens when you don't have power, and when the people in charge don't address the issues in the world. Oh, so it's like uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, what happened to Game of Thrones? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Rumors keep resurfacing for Ash Williams being in Mortal Kombat 11. Hell yeah. Following recent comments from voice actor Richard Epcar, Mortal Kombat 11 fans are being given new no, hope. No, his name is Bruce Campbell, you fucking idiot. <laughs> There's new hope that the Evil Dead's wisecracking hero Ash Williams will be joining the Gory Fighters roster at some point in the future. Yeah. Epcar, who portrays both Thunder God Raiden and DC Comics Joker in the game, relit the rumor fire during an online Q&A session with fans held this past weekend. Oh, that's right. Bruce Campbell will be in Mortal Kombat. He's going to be part of the new package. Hell yeah. The Ash Williams ex-Mortal Kombat Fuhrer began with online whispers that the Deadite Slayer was coming to MK11 within the first wave of DLC, and that rumor was backed up when it was discovered in a data mine of the PC release. And if that wasn't enough, the first teaser trailer included the sound of a buzzing chainsaw, as we discussed before. However, things went awry in June of 2019 when Campbell himself stated he was not going to be part of the game, a statement that fans refused to believe given the franchise's penchant for trolling players. But then in a recent appearance on YouTube show Vic's Basement, Mortal Kombat co-creator Ed Boon remarked that he wished he could comment on the entire situation. So, and they just keep going back and forth, buddy, but I think it might happen. I think it's going to happen. I mean, like, maybe there was some weird con- like contract shit going on. Yeah. But I really, I, I can't see Bruce Campbell turning this down. No, like, this and dude- it fits so well. Like, he would... Really work. I mean, that's with the goofy nature that they've gotten right. now with some of the. And I mean, and like he fucking loves playing Ash. Mm-hmm. He loves doing shit like this. And right. Kind of stuff. Like, it also, doesn't involve him actually getting covered in blood. So he, he also <laughs> enjoys really fucking with fans. So I don't know. I I I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. I think it's gonna. I'm I'm gonna hold out hope. I think it's gonna happen. All right. I'll have to stop Galactus, but maybe we can make it happen. Well, that's that's what the fun. Silver Surfer did in the end, anyway. Yeah, Jessica he Alba, always does. Jessica Alba was so hot that he decided to fight Galactus. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> she is pretty hot. She's not hot anymore, though. Mm. There's hotter chicks out there than Jessica Alba nowadays. Okay, and I haven't seen her in a while, so... She's fat now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Last bit of video game news. <laughs> the new Harmonix game, creators of Rock Band. Yeah. It's called Fuser. Oh, send it to Daniel. He'll yep, love it. exactly. Coming in November yeah. and... They shown the like console yeah. thing. It's like? a it's a DJ mixing game where players take individual sections of popular songs and remix them against other songs, with options to change the tempo and key. Possibilities are endless, and it seems like the kind of thing where Harmonix's tech can make this an even more ridiculous mashup sound than it has any right to be. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to buy this for Daniel for yeah. Christmas or something. I think he'll enjoy this. Coming November tenth to PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Yeah, they they did a DJ Hero way back when. They did not harmonics. It was Guitar Hero. Right. But. Yeah, and then they uh, they actually did a game called Drop Mix. Did you, did you ever talk? Did I ever talk to that about? Maybe. I, I kind of. So that's like the, the card yeah. game, and you drop cards like this is yeah. this is the bass line from this song, and then you throw down the vocals from a different that's song, right, and yeah. then it mashes them up together. So it's basically the same thing, but in video game form. Did they show what the uh, like the peripherals are going to be like, or? Hmm? Uh, it's all just in say, with a controller, I think. Oh, it's just a controller? I believe so. Okay, yeah. I mean, I really want to call it a gameplay reveal, because I don't see much gameplay. <laughs> but it looks kind of nuts. I, I guess they're, they're not going to be able to do like a like a group play, it doesn't seem like. Yeah. It still might be kind of fun. I think Daniel will like it. I think so. 
then the last bit of news i just saw this today and it was so cute and i loved it so i wanted to show you they're doing a new toy collection from hot toys they venomized baby Groot. Fuck yeah. It's a life-size baby Groot that's been attacked by the symbiote. Oh, I love little it. Little plant creatures coming Yeah, they, out they of gave him. him like little Audrey 2s on his fucking yeah. shoulder. I love it. Isn't that adorable? That's fucking awesome. I want one. Yeah. Oh, that one's really good. I like that one a lot. Those are badass. Yeah. I love all the different like Venom like covers of different characters and stuff they've done. Yeah. But this one's really fun. It's like a toy? Yep. Right on. And now... We come. Yeah, we do. To the oh. court. We come to the court of the first of her name, the Queen of Questions. May she long reign. Queen of Questions, if you will. Take Hello. us into our questions. Oh, I, I came in too early. Oh, shit. Do we redo it? I don't know. I'm no, so out of practice. No, you're fine. Okay, so we've got three questions, all of them being from Brent Smith at BrentSmith411 on Twitter. Big shout out, Brent Big Smith. Big shout outs. First question. Why is the sky blue? Wrong answers only. Uh, because blue is the fastest color. Faster than what? Red. Green for sure. Oh. I think it's because we're all trapped inside of a giant blueberry. Blueberry is more purple than blue, though. Not from the inside. How would you know? How would you not? That's a good point. I, I think it's because the fact that the Earth is flat, it stretches the UV light spectrum to make it blue. Mm. What is the worst tagline you can think of for a brand that sells hemorrhoid cream? Sit on it. <laughs> hmm. I got nothing. I'm not that funny. <laughs> This is this is like Jackbox, I guess. Yeah, just just the point pressure. Out, you see that long bit of dead air right there? <laughs> yeah. That's why I talk so much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I can't think. Although that reminds me of a funny story about Johnny Cash. Okay. <clears throat> At one point, uh, uh, hemorrhoid cream, like Preparation H or something like that, tried to buy the rights to the song Ring of Fire to use in a commercial. June Carter did not let that happen. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> Good woman. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Fonzie style. Sit on it. And then you can even get Henry Winkler to do it. He's dead. Or, is he alive? No, he's still alive. Is it, okay, yeah, then, yeah. Get Henry Winkler to be like, now that I'm old, sit on it. And then you just, like, close up of Henry Winkler's asshole. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, a tube is like... <laughs> and he just smears it in with a finger. That sounds good. It's it's the cure for your rash hole. That's, oh, oh, that's a good that's one. That's actually pretty good. I like, I like that, that one. That. Okay. I was going for worst lines, but that's great. That I one's like pretty the top best notch. Lines, Cheer for your rash hole. That's pretty up there. Yeah, that. That was a good one. All right. If you could change what liquid falls from the sky every time it rains, what would it be, and why is it whiskey? You can also answer with things outside of whiskey if you want to, just to keep it interesting. I mean, I think you got to go with the exquisite part of whiskey and just go with a bourbon, right? You just go straight bourbon? Yeah. I was thinking beer. Is good. And stuff. Hmm. Well, like, I mean, the thing is that if it rains whiskey, then now whiskey's not as fun. Whereas beer's always fun, no matter how much beer you got. It's always good. Right, but you're just going to get, like, little drops at a time. Yeah, but also, whiskey gets in your eye. You know, raindrops fall in your eye every once in a while. Not mine, no. I'm above the clouds. Also, it would probably make your glasses, like, sticky. Oh, it would have kind of a stickiness, too. Mm-hmm. It? It'd be sticky. Mm. 
I so what do you want? I, I want it to rain spider's legs. That's not liquid. Broken glass. <laughs> fire. Can it rain fire? Can we do that? That, that fire. is typically a liquid, yeah. I'm going to go with fire. Like magma? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the end of the last Jurassic Park movie. Before the clone girl is running around and then the dinosaur winks at the camera. I'll just go full spooky Evil Dead style. It's rain blood. Rain blood. Nice. It's a good song. Yeah. Dude, that would Slayer. Be great for, Fuck like, yeah. It's like Slayer's best song. It's what? It would be great. You could like, you know, the Red Cross could just like set out tubs. True. Yeah. Maybe what? the forecast would say like which type of blood it was going to rain that day. That would be cool. All the vampires would hang out in Seattle because it rains all the time. I mean, well, that's, that's canon, my yeah. dude. <laughs> oh, oh, we're getting into the Twilight verse. The Twiverse. Yeah, because the sun doesn't come out. Next. That's, that's all we got. That's all the questions? That's all Brent gave me. Well, thank you, Brent. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. Uh, fucking big shout out. You are the man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, can I can I do a little side tangent here real quick? Please do. So uh, he's kind of gone into hiatus a bit with his podcast, uh, The Fave Five. But during quarantine, he's kind of gotten around to doing uh, power hours. Are you familiar with that? Where every 60 seconds you take a shot of beer. Oh, okay. And then so he times it to 60 different music videos. He's been doing YouTube compilations. And so he does uh, 60 different one-minute clips. And at the end of each music video, as it switches to the next one, you take a shot of beer. I love it. Yeah. And uh, he's been hosting those online through Zoom, like one or two a month. Nice. And uh, he reached out to me lately for a suggestion for a compilation. So I decided to go through my rock band list and find the 60 most played songs among our group whenever we play rock band <laughs> and i looked up the music videos for those and sent them the 60 minute clips uh, or 61 minute clips so that's going to be a one of his next playlists so we'll make sure to tweet out a link to that and yeah. maybe a link to some of his other ones too okay like our group like us that play it hmm. yeah yeah oh well then you're welcome for tub thumping <laughs> He's only got one minute, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Still. He has to listen to it. But yeah, some pretty fun ones. Fuck that's awesome. Can we get in on this at all? Like Oh yeah, yeah. I'll see if we can get you in on the on the Zoom link whenever they do that one live. Excellent. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's usually a fun time. You just sit around and you know, take a shot every every minute. I like it. You get you a little buzzed. You get through about five or six beers typically. Yeah. How many beers is a shot a minute for an hour? Yeah, typically around five or six. So Five or six beers in an hour? Mm-hmm. I can do that. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's doable. And you get a decent buzz out of it. Yeah, so. that's, that's, that's how I drive to work. Yeah. <laughs> Not for an hour, though. No, but I do them, and then I go to work for an hour. Oh, okay. I go home. That's awesome, though. Yeah, I just wanted to get that little shout out. Fuck yeah, man. Plug that shit. Well, I guess, let me ask a question real quick, because I kept talking about how I think Terminator 2 is the greatest... Uh, fantasy ending of a sci-fi fantasy or of a sci-fi action movie okay what's your favorite ending of a sci-fi action movie or tv show we'll Hmm. we'll throw a tv show in there too so a little less action more the sci-fi i'm a real sucker for 12 monkeys Mm. i really liked that it really kind of threw me whenever i first watched it and i was just like wow that was really neat i really liked how that wrapped everything and you know you get the little uh reciprocal action going on there mm-hmm. that's a that, that's a strong choice i will give you that one 
I mean, Fight Club has one of my favorite endings. It's not like a, a sci-fi movie, but I just right. love the ending of Fight Club so much. I think it's <laughs> fucking fantastic. That whole movie is kind of perfect. You just like the Pixies. That is true. I, I do like the Pixies. I've never denied that. Well, all right then. I guess is that all our questions? Yep. Okay. Well, the uh, Queen will now retire to her chambers. Right. Thank you very much, Your Grace. Long may you reign. All right. So I think uh, is that it. I think so. I think we're good. We have to close us out here. Yeah, we're going to get a closing, guys. Thank you so much uh, for listening again. I hope you had some fun. We are. Uh, Again, we're going to try harder to keep this more regular. It's all on me. This is not Varble's fault in any way. Not that I'm not irregular. I mean, you are getting old. That's yeah. what happens. Okay. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just been me. I'm just, you know, I'm fighting some shit. It's cool. We're all going through our uh, struggles. It's no big deal. Well, we are going to do our best to keep this being more regular and try to fight back on it. So, yeah, we appreciate it. We hope you guys had a lot of fun. I know I did. As always, make sure to uh, follow the show on Twitter. That's uh, at VA2Z Show. It's the number two. You know, send us questions, comments, concerns, manifestos, dirty pictures, uh, funny cat pics, whatever. You know, we're, we're down for all of it. Uh, you can also follow both of us on Twitter. Uh, Andrew is at BigGuyACV. That's me. Uh, make sure to follow him. He's just a delight. And you can follow me at Melch Knows Best, M-E-L-C-H Knows Best. Uh, I um, will admit that I haven't been tweeting as much because there's not as much sports going on right now. That's usually when I tweet. So I'll try to tweet more, too. I guess I'll there you go. I'll, I'll add that to be in my more regular podcast. And I also, I'll try to tweet more and be funnier. And you can also send us things on that, too. And we also have a fun little thing here called an email. Whoa. Maybe you've heard of this. It stands for electronic mail. So it's like what you get from the post office, but digitally. Bills? Yes. Oh. That's pretty much all I get from mine. Mm-hmm. That is a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. But that one, you can send in like bigger stuff if you don't like, if you can't fit into like a tweet or something like that. If you got like a video or something you want to show us, something important. Or if you just don't want people to know that you listen to our podcast, which, again, I totally understand, I will read anything you send us on the air, or I'll make Emma ask the questions, one of the two. Either way, I'm in charge. <laughs> what am I? You're the, like, you're the ringleader. Oh, okay. You're the Hugh Jackman from The Greatest Show on Earth, or whatever the fuck. What was it? Greatest Showman, that movie. Mm. That one, which was Hugh Jackman coming out of the closet. It was a really expensive way to show everybody you're gay. But okay. Hey, Good for you, buddy. We're proud of you. I'll get there someday. Fucking, I hope, man. This, this is where you get a nut off. I don't care who it's in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, guys, thank you so much. I hope you had as much fun as we did. I know I did. So we will uh, see you next time. Have some fun out there. Do your best to uh, drive safe. Don't rape. That's gonna. That's what I'm going to leave you with. And uh, drink as much as you can. 56. All right. Love you guys. See ya.